Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 173. I am Sean, and joined with me, we have Tony Katz. Yes, we do. And the off-road, Andy. Yeah, hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in and hit that subscribe button and share with a friend. Uh, we are doing one podcast this week. We do not have a sports show, so if you only see one in your feed this week, that is why. Um, wasn't really a whole lot of sports to talk about. Yeah, there's a, a lot of other things that were happening, though, I think, uh, to replace the world of sports. I think even if sports happened, they would have been uh, overshadowed or... Yeah, I'm, I actually thought about that a few times this week, or the last few days, I should say, with uh, if sports was going on right now, like if there was a baseball season going on right now, or there was a NBA finals would be getting ready to start soon here. I just wonder if like how things would be going right now, because let's say the Lakers or Clippers were in the finals. I mean, downtown LA is in like flames right now. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the other aspect of this is would there even be stuff? Because right now there isn't for, for a different crisis, but... Uh... Yeah, I think uh, we did just want to address, you know, the current situation. Today is June 2nd. That's when we're recording. So for the history books, June 2nd, 2020, it would be uh, (laughs) weird if we didn't acknowledge that uh, this past week has been hectic, that there, you know, was a a horrible event leading to protests, leading to, you know, looting and destruction, leading to curfews. And it's... It's it's a weird time, but we we don't want to focus too much on it. We want to get to uh, you know talking about dumb movies and shit, which yeah. is what we usually like to do. Yeah, um, yeah. But it would be weird if we didn't say anything. I think. Yeah, no, it definitely needs to be addressed. It's been uh, the big thing in the media now is all the protests and the looting and uh, yeah, it was weird getting an Amber Alert. I never got one. We never got one for our specific city, but still, cities. One of the cities is the one I work in, and yeah. all these cities are within a couple miles of us that, you know, had six o'clock curfews, eight o'clock curfews. And it's just kind of crazy to think, uh, that, you know, the stuff like that's going on. Yeah. So I went to Belmont shore last night to my girlfriend's house, Long and, Beach, California, just yeah. for the, the listener to know. Yeah, that's right. Indonesians probably won't know where that is. Well, they had a curfew of six and I saw even the shops like in, you know, commercial areas were ordered to close at one o'clock that day. So I actually, I was like, I don't know what the hell this is like. Like, I didn't know if they're going to like blow the gates or, you know, uh, blow the bridge so you can't cross over. So uh, I got down there. We'll talk about that later. I, <laughs> I got down there a little early just in case. I went past a Gelson's right there on 2nd Street. Oh, I hope they, they looted that shit. Fuck They Gelson's were boarding smart. it up. Yeah. Uh, and then I went on to Naples, which is the little island right before uh, Belmont Shore. Because you couldn't even turn on, I always go the side way around, which you just like go along the water on what they call Appian Way, and the police were already blocking it off. There were about eight cops I had seen at this point already, just kind of gathered around like their car, like kind of grouping for the night, I guess. Wasn't like, no no people out, a handful of cars still though, because I mean it was six o'clock. And then uh, on that island on Naples, there's just a row of like, junky bars and junky like shops and only one and i think it was a gym was boarded up everything else was left alone um but then i got to the main drag on second street i turned right there though i didn't go all the way down but that street was closed um i think right at six o'clock just because they're like this they're not 
they're not allowing kids to come into there. That's about three miles from downtown Long Beach, give or take. Um, and then, I mean, we didn't hear anything until I left her house at like 9.30 and we had heard a couple Ooh, of fireworks. You were illegal. I know. Uh, and I, I was like, I might just come back inside. Like, I'll see. Because <laughs> I didn't want to leave my car out there. But then I also didn't want to leave her there if I was going to get crazy. But we didn't hear anything. We looked it up on the news and there was nothing in a... Uh, on the news, even in LA. Yeah. So I did a kind of a drive around and you drive couldn't around. really see anything on second street. And uh, I even saw like a guy running, but he was in running clothes by himself. That's dangerous. And he seemed afraid of a car. I think he was expecting me to be a cop or something too. Um, cause I was like, what's this guy doing? You know, uh, he wasn't holding anything or anything. Uh, but no cars on the road. And what was weird, when I got there, it was windy like a storm was coming. It just felt ominous. Andy, you probably would have loved it. Ominous Andy, after all. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's kind of cool, but it's also, like, that's what, you could have saw that already, where, like, just empty streets and kind of stuff. So that was the other thing, is I work in yeah. Santa Ana, which had their uh, big protest, I believe, Saturday night, and... Uh, I got to work Monday, and, like, the one thing I've been noticing lately was, like, with the freeways and even the streets that I work near, it's, they're busier now during the days. Like, you look back a month and a half ago, two months ago, it was like the streets were all dead, and now they're actually getting busier. And on Monday, it was almost like it felt like a holiday, kind of. Like, the streets were fairly empty and stuff, and it was just kind of like, well, you know, people are not wanting to, like, be outside right now or maybe not going to work or, you know, whatever. It's just it's just crazy times. But, uh you know, when uh, when did that uh, event take place when George Floyd was murdered by that cop? I think it was either Monday or Tuesday. So it was yeah, before we did our podcast last yes. week? Yeah. I can't remember. We didn't talk about it, did I we? Hadn't I haven't looked know. into the story yet. It yeah, I don't might think it was... have been Tuesday because I think I, I feel like I saw something, so but I, I, I never clicked on that I know when, that kind when of stuff. things started going south, I believe, was for Thursday or so when they... That's just when, gave I think the cop first had like fires and when they yeah. gave the cop like third degree murder or whatever out there, which they hadn't like manslaughter yet, but they, knew, they but I when, believe they had to they had to wait regardless. But when he did get his, you know, punishment, I know it was uh, that's when things really hit the wall because the people obviously wanted first degree murder. They wanted that to be full blown murder, not just basically like you know a max sentence of twenty five years, and you figure he'll probably get. 10 years and after good behavior, what do you think? He's in jail only probably a few, five years or something. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, who knows? And I mean, we've, you know, there's always I don't, I don't speculations think even, of everything. I don't think it's even in the point. It's like, hey, if that guy goes free, but there's police reform, that's yeah worth it in a sense. But I, And I think also the thing that's bothering a lot of people is those other three cops yeah, that were on the scene. It's not about this one guy. Yes, they were fired, but they're still free, man. They weren't arrested for yeah. like, because it's, think about it. You know, you're with your buddy and you're driving around somewhere and you're causing mischief and something happens, you're always guilty by association. But it's like, oh, with these three guys, I mean, they were definitely guilty by association. I mean, you think yeah. at least one person, it's like, hey, like, you know, I forget what the guy's name is, but like, hey, don't you think, uh, you know, like, I think he's, I think he, we're good. I think we can get him. And it's like, also, the only reason in that situation you would ever, 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 ever use that kind of force or anything, I would imagine is if the guy's resisting. At that point, he's not resisting. And on top of that, there's four of you. If four of you can't help take down one guy, even if he is resisting, then maybe you shouldn't be a police officer. He has to be a danger to other civilians. And the thing that's... That would be the only case. The, in my opinion, and uh, actually my mom had brought this up to me today too, that's almost the most disgusting part about all that too, is like when you look at the photo, like the famous photo that's around right now of him with his knee to his neck, 
he's basically got like his hands in his pocket. He's got his like knee on his neck and he's just kind of looking around like that. Like he went big game hunting, like that. He's treating this human as a, like he just went and like took down a, a bear or like a giant elk yeah. somewhere or something. He's all proud of it sitting on top of it. Like it's his victory kill. And it's like, that's, and that's the problem, you know, it's like, and it's not a, it's not good when the, you know, human life is treated that poorly, you know, and it's, you know, over what, you know, I think what was even the crime there? Like the forgery so of a $20 bill a or something. $20 bill. Yeah. So not that's, forgery, that's I guess, what, but so fraud. Something that I whatever. think has been encouraging and that I think things are different is that, uh, I didn't know that and I didn't care and nobody seems to care. That was not a part of this story. Mm-hmm. It just like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't fucking matter. Like, yeah. like remember when the, uh, when Eric Garner was, you know, suffocated to death for, he was selling loose cigarettes and that was a big story. Mm-hmm. You, sh- you shouldn't be selling loose cigarettes. In the I don't even get how that works. Like you're just selling individual cigarettes. Yeah. Because you don't have to buy a pack. It's, it's not like a good business or anything, but. Uh, doesn't make any not, sense to me. Doesn't uh, it's not the point. It's not the point. If, if, if you're a big smoker, trust me, there's probably times when you're walking and a, a $2 cigarette is just what you need. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that was that was one of the excuses. Is like, hey, the guy was committing a crime. We had to do this. And uh, this time people were like, it, that's just not relevant. Like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you're doing. I'm surprised the cops even got called on a $20 fake bill. First off, how do you even know a, a bill is fake? He ran it under the Oh, uh, well, yeah. They do the thing and they hold it up. Like, Who does that with 20 bucks? I thought you only do that with hundreds. I don't know. I mean, what if it was just no, like a so monopoly reason, dollar? I'll, yeah. tell you, I'll tell you why. Because like working in a restaurant, we've come across those. It's those lower bills you don't check as often. Like a lot of times if you pay with a 20 somewhere, I mean, a lot of places they will check it, but hardly. $100 bills are always going to check. And if they can, you know, I mean, if you know your stuff, it's not hard to sometimes tell if it's counterfeit or not, or especially if you have one of those pens. So I went to the bank like a while back because I always get changed from my family's restaurant. And when I went to the bank, I was giving them change to get whatever. And one of the bills that I gave them that ended up being fake, I believe, was a 5 or $10 bill. Wow. And I thought to myself, like, wow, why so low? And it's like, think about it, though. If you were able to get those and you were able to print Is a shit ton of them. Is that the perfect crime? You know? I don't know, but I'm Counterfeiting saying if, fives. Slurpees. If you were able to get a shit ton of those, it's like you yeah. could just be paying with fives. And it's like no one would ever think of anything of it. And there was another time when I went in there and a hundred I gave them happened to be fake also. So it's wow. like, it, it gets past us sometimes even. I mean, the hundred is kind of no excuse because you're just trained like at a lot of those places that you always check you run a hundred dollar bill. You the marker over it or And yeah, something. you run the marker. It's usually like, it's common sense. But a lot of times with a $20 bill, especially maybe if you're busy or something, you're not thinking anything of that. So I think that's why it's a lot of times like the lower, sometimes the lower currency that people will use for that reason because they think those are more of the under the radar type, but... So, I mean, yeah, it also depends where you go. Like, you take that $20 bill to a gas station, they're not looking at it most times, I don't think. I don't even pay cash. I don't like having cash because then you're going to yeah. get changed. What the hell am I going to do with that? Like, yeah, a lot of times I've noticed, like, I, I still carry cash a lot, but a lot of times I've noticed that, like, these days, I actually just did it yesterday where my change was like 58 cents, and I was like, just keep it because <laughs> it's yeah. like, it's true. It's like, it's I'm rounded up. Why do I want that? Like, that just weighs me down. Yeah. But, put it in your, you put it in your piggy bank, though. I don't have a piggy bank. Don't lie to us. But the riots, yes, it's it's absolutely insane. Um, and I don't think I'll ever understand all that it's about. Um, well, opportunism. I mean, it's... No, I mean the protest, the, I guess. The, the the looting itself is just, yeah, it's selfish opportunism. It's yeah, I, I watched Anyone the who thinks they're actually making a good statement. On Sunday night where they're in D.C. and they lit a, a historic church on fire 
ch- a church that like I think I had even heard that like Abraham Lincoln went inside of yeah, this thing. No, it was older than that even. It's, it's like okay, you no no no, we're shutting this whole thing down now. That's where I got yeah. mad. Go raid a Gap. I don't give a shit. Um, actually, funny enough, the Santa Monica one, they were raiding like a shoe store, and then across the street was an old Navy, completely untouched. Yeah. <laughs> the window's intact, and they looked clean, in fact. Uh, but the church is where I got mad, especially a historic one. Like, it's messed up. Yeah. Like, I understand the, uh, when they were, you know, vandalizing the uh, Confederate statues, it's like, yeah, that's that's a good thing to do. That's yeah, a good one. I, I, I don't know. I, uh. like... Removing statues of people who were good but were a little racist in the 1800s, like, okay, but what's the most they did? Is it more good, good than bad? Or is oh, it just... No, <laughs> they're, not, they're all just generals. It's not like, oh, this guy cured cancer and was oh. a general. They're... I'm thinking like Thomas Jefferson and shit like no, that. No, that's not who those statues are. They're I don't all, mean all like, like Confederate generals. Yeah, I don't shit. mean the yeah. general people. I, I just mean like a, a random historical figure because I, I feel like... That was a thing for a year, six months. Like every statue has to go because they're all racist. Well, those ones were every single person. They're all, they're all Robert E. Lee statues. Yeah, who even like? Was? Wait, we're in Michigan. Why do you have a Robert E. Lee statue? He didn't. He was on the you other know, team. They, they just took the one down in Phillip Park. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty crazy. I don't know. California I wasn't even. I didn't even know he was ever here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and so last night it seemed like it was a little bit more calm, although I just saw a thing on uh, online in New York of like 10,000 plus people walking the street right now, well, probably six hours ago, their time. Uh, it's like, uh... also, yeah, it's, it's what the fun. hell? Are, so the curfew here is like six o'clock, eight o'clock, something like that. What the hell are they doing having a curfew at 11? What good is that? Yeah, I think because... They weren't going to stop it. They they knew that there were too many people already planned that they weren't going to actually stop that protest. And there's really hasn't been anything wrong with the actual protests and the marches and that kind of stuff. It's that then people have used that to like come in behind them. Yeah, and that's what they're like, saying. It's Antifa or you know whoever. Uh, and I mean, if you look at the numbers, it sounds like a whole bunch of people are protesting. And I think the last stat I saw over the weekend, only like four thousand arrests. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not obviously the bulk of these people, but nevertheless, it's people seizing this opportunity to go steal a whole bunch of K-Swiss. Yeah, I, I think I think uh, the worst is, is over, I think. So I, that's, think it, I think it's going to get back to what the actual message is. That's, being, that's just- actually what I was going to ask you, because I was curious if you thought like the worst and like the looting aspect and stuff was over, because... I think so too. I mean, that can only go for a few days before it eventually has to get stopped. And I mean, or eventually, you know, people start just stop going out and destroying the city every night because you can't get away with something like that forever. Yeah. Well, when the protests get smaller, it's easier to actually find those. Yeah, the that, people that are actually looting. That's, taking that's advantage the thing I, of I the really protest. get disappointed with. I think I think the cops have a bad attitude with this stuff. I think I think riot police is just a horrible idea in the first so place. I actually have a, a little yeah. story about but that. But they don't. When, they didn't actually do what they were supposed to do. So they didn't. They they stand out there and then they actually kind of like antagonize just, the protesters, but then don't actually protect the stores. So like, what are you for? What and you yeah, doing? but the other thing though, Andy, to your point with uh, I have a few like things to say actually about the with the riot protest with the riot cops and stuff too. Is a lot of them, a lot of these cops too. It's like obviously not all cops, but some of them. It's like they don't know what they're doing out there, truthfully. And it's like so my uh, uh, stepdad is a former cop, retired cop now. 
And he still has good friends in the department that he worked at. And one of them was actually in, uh, one of his friends was actually in Anaheim for the protest uh, yesterday, which would have been Monday. And the afternoon protest or whatever, and was an undercover cop there in a unmarked car. Well, for whatever reason, the Anaheim police uh, took it as a, took that car as a threat and started shooting at it with their rubber what? bullets, shattered the glass, which ended up shattering, which ended up cutting his eye and making him have to go to the hospital. All that happened before he could even like identify himself and let them know, hey, I'm with you guys. I'm a cop <laughs> from Santa Ana, the other department. And I uh, was here like as undercover for probably like, you know, undercover backup or anything if, to need it. But then they just go and start firing at him. So it's Jesus. like some of those departments. And that's why other departments, I think, go and step in sometimes to help out because there are a lot of departments that just aren't as they're just not as good in certain situations. Yeah. And I mean, you and see, don't know how to handle certain situations. You they see get, a Molotov cocktail on the news being thrown into a police cruiser with cops in it. It's like I feel like all of them could be on edge pretty easily. Yeah, but uh, then the other thing is to Andy's point. What I was gonna say is about it lasting much longer is because we actually had a guy come in today that uh, takes graffiti off of like he goes around taking graffiti off oh, of he's places. Working double time now. And uh, I actually asked him about it. So our our building got tagged like a week ago, and it's like you know it's these the taggers are pieces of shit. You know it's true. They they put their like gang sign like their gang well, name. To be in fair, their... these people were fans of the pod and they spray painted Tony's take right. Yeah, okay, I wish. <laughs> but anyway, but the crazy thing about this, why I'm even sharing this, is so. This guy, like, you know, they tagged our building. He put his gang name and all that stuff. So you obviously always see those, you know, if you're, especially if you're a graffiti cleaning guy, you get to recognize these names and like the gangs and stuff because you see it so much. And he was actually telling me that the the gang that tagged our building, one of their members actually was killed on like Sunday, like just a couple days ago. So I was like, oh shit, that's pretty crazy. Like, you know, that's an active violent gang that goes over there tagging our shit. You don't think that he's in the gang? And, you know, it's how they make some money. Like, go tag this place and go charge him to take it off. Uh, you never know. No, this guy is a pretty cool guy. But I guess, yeah, you never know, especially these days. But anyway, he was telling me uh, that, like, it was just, I was asking him about, like, the protests out there. I was like, you know, was, did you have to, you know, because he obviously said they had to clean up a lot of stuff on Sunday yeah. morning. But he said it was, like, since then it had, like, calmed down with, like, the graffiti aspect and all that stuff. So I was like, oh, that's good at least. But. No, it's pretty crazy. And then he was telling me there's this one guy that goes around tagging. I forget what the numbers were, but he's like, or the letters were, but he's like, man, that guy I just want to find one day. Cause he's like, <laughs> he's like, he's Shake literally hand. What everywhere. <laughs> no, it's not like, I mean, he's putting my kids through college. Graffiti. Tagging is no art. Tagging when you're just writing your fucking initials and your gang is no art, but like actual graffiti and stuff is actually pretty, yeah, there's, there's pretty cool. cool. Stuff, but yeah. Like you, but that's in more of the cities. You're not, you don't see that around Santa Ana and stuff. You're just seeing the tagging. I was on that hike that I talked about last week in the sports pod up in uh, Black Star Canyon. And there's large rocks out there. And probably oh, yeah. about 10, 15 of those rocks were tagged. Yeah. What are we doing? I mean, it's declaring uh, territory, right? It's, it's cool. Well, dogs pee. Yeah. Is this their version of it? Yeah. It's I don't very know. very similar. I think the astronauts got out of here just in time. We're all animals. What's going to happen next month? Um... Yeah, so I think that some was, sort of volcano erupts so in that's, Salt Lake City uh, or something. Yeah, where are the volcanoes? That's been the funny stuff is right now, like, the internet, you know, always remains undefeated. The internet's always got some funny stuff. And I, I was laughed at a, a couple of things I saw was uh, one person. It was the scene, actually, from um, Cabin Fever, where the the guys, like, got the big wall behind them of, like, what they're going to release next and stuff, or the uh, whiteboard. Right? Cabin that, in the Woods? Cabin in the Woods. I'm sorry. Not Cabin Fever. Sorry. Cabin in the Woods. 
where he's got the whiteboard around him. It's like, oh, you know, like I remember the one guy's like, oh man, I was hoping for like the witches or whatever, yeah. like something. And he's like, it's the picture of him like pointing out, and then like the caption said, "All right, who had uh, for 2020 apocalypse? Who had for June uh, race war or whatever?" And it's like. <laughs> It's just so crazy. And then someone else had a tweet that said, at this point, I wouldn't be surprised if dinosaurs just made a comeback. <laughs> yeah. Should have never left. And then I mean, there's the... They're, which, they're back. Jurassic Park 4 is about them taking, or whatever, 9, whatever that movie was is. was about like preserving them and shit? No, the, the newest one. Like how the, the last one ended, where they let all the dinosaurs out of the mansion, and then Chris Pratt just rides away on a motorcycle or some shit. I don't know. Yeah. But they're, they're like, the it's their world now again. Yeah. What? All right. And they're back in Scottsdale, like the, was a Jurassic Park 2 or something? Um, people would tag a dinosaur for sure. The big so ones. So that's, yeah. that's the one thing I also want to talk about. I mean, that's mention. what you want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I meant to say mention. Because when he said tag a dinosaur, is that the cool thing in LA is not one Kobe mural touched. Yeah, that's how you safeguard your business. And also, let's be honest, like especially with the movement that's going on with the Black Lives Matters, it would be hypocritical if you tagged Kobe. But with that said, it's not just it's a lot of races that are out there looting and tagging and stuff. It's not just Black Lives Matters or anything like that. It's a lot of white people are out there tagging and looting, a lot of Hispanic people, I'm sure. It's everybody. It's not mm-hmm. it's definitely not just black people out there looting. I mean, you see a lot of stuff of like there was a cool video of a John uh, Jones, the I MMA guy who went out there and was defending the city and was taking spray cans. And the people he took the spray cans for happened to be like two white guys. And it's like, it's because it's those and punks that are out there taking advantage. And drove around the city. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Helped clean it up faster. <laughs> what about uh, J.R. Smith? Did you see that okay, video? Well, J.R. Smith, you don't fuck with anyway, dude. The fact well, that I someone mean, like... that poor son of a bitch didn't know it was his oh, car. Oh, but I shouldn't have done it. Yeah, I would just assume any window I break, any store, car, whatever, J.R. Smith owns it. And he's going to beat your ass. Yeah. I actually haven't seen the video yet. but He roughs him up. He's kicking him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's punching he, I, him. I, I was surprised he went that far. Like, you have money. Like, and, I don't know what you're doing. Well, the best part. It's because he's a thug, Andy. That guy had to leave New York, the Knicks, because he said he partied too much at the he, clubs. He got out ahead of it. He released the video himself, I feel like. And then he posted a video talking like, this w- trash came up and broke my window on my truck so i whooped his ass i loved i mean i i will always still love jr smith though there's something always about that guy that i've enjoyed i think it could be the fact of when they were at the cleveland indians world series game the year after the cavaliers he won it or whatever when he was on. walking around with no shirt and a bottle of jack in his hand oh by the way tony this is for you i saw on the news today jack daniels is releasing uh pre-made beverages in a can a Jack and Coke and stuff. They've, they've I've, done that I've, before. I've seen that at the. It's at the liquor store over here. I've yeah. seen it. But for a lot of people, I think I, I've, I've given up. Really, like the Jack and Coke days. I've he put has. down the. He's a truly guy. White claw. I've guy. been a big White Claw guy, and then I've also been a. If I do go to hard alcohol now, I usually do like a Jameson and soda water. Just try to get away more of like the sugar, the extra sugar and uh, caffeine of that the soda gives you. Just because lately now, the next morning I will get very anxious after a night of heavy drinking like that, and I just. Body doesn't feel good, so I'm trying to like. I think it's more the alcohol than the Coca Cola. Yeah, I'm sure, but I, I'm a Coca Cola supporter. I want everyone to know, on behalf of Tony's take, that we are pro Coca Cola here. But what I will say sure. is, if you want to, I do feel better. I do feel better the night after a day, a morning after drinking a bunch of White Claws than maybe like five or six Jack and Cokes. Yeah, and I can and I still get the same buzz, you know. So you're halfway to being a Mormon. Okay, no. <laughs> I also, Cut the caffeine. Not uh, even close. More uh, booze news, if you will. 
I was at Costco on Sunday, and I usually get, I make old fashions for myself, and I usually get bullet. And uh, they have missiles there, and they're all like 30 to 40 bucks for any of the types of uh, whiskey and uh, bourbon and all that there. They have right now on sale from 39 to 33 for a missile of uh, Maker's Mark. Now, a missile yeah. for you, uh, you know, non-Alkies is the biggest bottle. The 1.75 liters. Yeah, that's a good deal. Yeah. So I got that instead of the uh, bullet. Pretty good. Yeah. I made an old-fashioned with my meal on Sunday night, in fact. Um, but yeah, do you think riots are continuing... Do you think they're going to spark back up this weekend? I, I I don't think so. I think there'll be there'll be stuff, but it won't be won't be what it was. I think there'll be. Um, I mean, a lot of the protests we've seen, like in, here in Anaheim, there was the one at the park, and it was just, you know, it was them just sitting down, and you know, it was just it was what a protest should be. Yeah, and, sit uh, in. Yeah, stuff like yeah. that. And, I th- and I no think, one has. I think we'll continue to see stuff like that because and, and we we've should. seen that a lot over the last. Three well, years. You have, think no one, about it too. You have forty million unemployed. Those are perfect yeah. protesters, right there. Yeah, th- I mean, this was the reason this really got bad. Was part of the problem. Oh, like, everyone had up to and, quote Tony from a minute ago. Cabin fever, and was yeah. this is the boiling point. So, yeah, um, I think wanted the, to get out of their home. Yeah, I mean, the, la- the last thing I'll, I'll say on this is that uh, is all the people who are like, well, this um, you know hurts the message. Is it doesn't have to if you don't let if you don't let it. You can see looters and say that's terrible, and still say there's a problem with police. That shouldn't it shouldn't cancel that message out. Whether you uh, you know are disgusted by riots or, or not, it's just that's not it's not the point. I think and I go ahead, Tony. just really quickly. Also, with that, with like these looters are also doing is it's like because these cops are just out there at that point once all this looting chaos is going on, they're firing the rubber bullets at will and stuff. And what's happening is people, innocent people that are very passionate about this, that are out there peacefully protesting are getting hit. Like I saw a video of a woman that got shot in the forehead with a rubber bullet. And it was a very graphic, disgusting photo. And her, her entire eye was swelled up and you could literally see like the hole in her forehead, like Jesus. deep. And it's like, she's out there protesting and something she is passionate about and believes in. And she gets out there and gets hit because there's so much chaos going on from people that are out there that don't give a shit. And then the cops just spraying around bullets like it's because, you know, that's the way they're taught to do and whatever. Because I'm trust me, like sure they went to that station. I'm sure that station tells them you fire at will because I'll never forget when I got my DUI. I was in the about five years ago now. I was in the police station and I remember whoever the boss was that came out there and literally I watched him tell one of his officers I want like two or three more DUIs by the end of the night. So it's like, cool. Like, you know, that's what they're out there. I mean, coffee is for closers, <laughs> but it's just crazy. Like that's really a, and I mean, that was a Thursday night too. And it was in the city of Tustin. That's not a big party city on a Thursday night. And this was after 2 AM also, because I had just left the bar. So it's like, it's not like they could even, you know, they're just out there probably going on wherever and just anybody that, is driving. They'll pull you over. And it's like at the, at the worst spot too, it's like the best case you get a DUI out of it. Worst case, you're like, Oh, you can go. And at the end of the day, it's like, you don't need a reason to pull them over. It could be like, you could just say you were swerving or, yeah. Oh, you're, we noticed your car had four tires. We thought that seemed a little odd this time of That's evening. Suspect cops, whenever you encounter them for however long the interaction is, they're in charge. Yeah. They are judge, and jury it, and potentially executioner. Uh, but 
like a priest, like anything, there are mostly good ones. Oh, yeah. There are bad ones, but it's not, you know, as large a thing as people think it is. And the thing is, though, is when you're going to have millions and millions of cops, because this is a big country and there's mm-hmm. tons, every city has a police station, when you have millions and millions and millions of cops around the world, the numbers will tell you that there's going to be a few hundred thousand that are pretty bad, probably. My old neighbor was a cop, and he was a good dude. Yeah, he, my, I, like knows my step- I have a lot of family and friends that are yeah. cops and stuff, and all of them, as far as I know, are respected. I've never gone on a ride along with them, so I know I've never seen them in the line of duty, but all the ones oh. I've come across have been good. But again, I've never seen them in action, and I'm not... I think it's a problem with the, with the whole institution is that this is the way they're like brought up to be, that... They are, like we say, they're in charge. They're, they're not oh, they're not serving you. They're they're protecting the other people from you. That's how every interaction and, seems. And and it's like that's how it should be. And 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 they could just for anybody that's even curious about like agreeing with Andy about like when you get like that power and it's you're in the authority. I is one of my a movie that I really enjoy, but for anybody out there that wants to watch it, the Stanford Prison Experiment mm. is a good movie on what having that power, what it does do to you. And even those kids at the end of that movie, and I imagine they got quotes from the real people said like the one kid who was the probably the most evil of all of them said, it freaked me out that that's who I became because I am not that person. That's not who I am. But the moment I got that power and I was in charge, I became this person. And it's, it's, it's honestly a phenomenal movie for like that aspect to really let you see like what being given power can turn you into it's a gripping movie and it's it's good and obviously i'm always a big, big fan of billy crudup so anything he's, oh, he's in the man he played steve prefontaine and without limits almost famous great movie he's pretty yeah. good in uh the morning show or whatever that movie that show is called is it the morning yeah. show yeah the morning show i always want to call it like the newsroom or something because that was a better show on hbo <laughs> with will mcavoy i still i just started rewatching that show actually the like day. you're the only one i love that show it's great it's news yeah. it's Jeff Daniels. Didn't last. Well, yeah, he wasn't going to... It's Aaron Sorkin, Andy. Come on. Yeah, he's too busy. Uh, should we get into some movies that don't involve Billy Crudup? Um, I think there's one other current event that I think the whole world has forgotten. Oh, yeah. I forgot. So I think what's uh, somewhat alarming about this past week's events is uh, a lot <laughs> of people were uh, huddled up in, in close contact in uh, large crowds and the coronavirus is still out there. We've had we've had numbers uh, go down at least in deaths yeah. as of late. It's trending down, but not in any you know significant way. And mostly it's because New York had it so bad that they've recovered. Where it's like they were having by themselves a thousand dead a day. And they have like a third like, of the deaths in the country. Yeah. So once they More went down, that, the whole country went down. But really, if you exclude them, we're basically flat. And now things are starting to open up more. People are getting tired, and they're going to want to get out. It's summer, and then this happens. So just my be, question, be prepared. Be prepared that this is going to explode again. When you guys wear your face mask, do you have it cover your your mouth and your nose? I mean, I do, but there's times where it starts sliding down, and then I'm sitting there with my nose out a little bit. But then I okay. do put it back up. But I do cover both. So I wonder if they get loose because I feel like I see so many people just covering their mouth. So okay, yeah, really. I found a really funny I, another meme that was really hilarious uh, going to that, and it said wearing your face mask, just covering your mouth, and having your nose out is like wearing your underwear, and you just have your wiener out still, though. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, and so at Costco on Sunday, I so desperately wanted to get a photo of this, but I want to be a dickhead. There was a guy walking around. You know when you get the Crown Royal, it comes in that little bag? Mm-hmm. He yeah. had that bag around his face. That's not big enough, I don't think. It, it's a small it face. It looked ridiculous. He oh, was like probably he like a 60-year-old guy, the two little straps on his ears, and it ah. was just a bag, and it was very awkwardly shaped around his nose well, I mean, and his mouth. You got to use what you got. Like They say it's fine. You can, you can okay. cut up a shirt. We've been in lockdown for 10 weeks now. You're telling me he only has so, a crown royal back? So I missed out when they were just giving away for free, I guess, because I had to buy them on Amazon, and that sucked. Oh, I, I, I have, paid so, I have bucks. a bunch from work. Yeah, you well, paid fifteen. You, you have those real ones, which you're yeah. not supposed to wear. I actually need to pick up a couple more. Those are uncomfortable. So I put one of those on like a long time ago. They're not comfortable. I wouldn't want to wear those on a shopping trip. No, no, no. But yeah. at the same time, it kind of limits how long you you want to be in there, uh, which is good because I can I I think the most I've ever spent at Costco's. I'm going to say Nine 250 300 bucks. Oh, wow. I don't even equate it into time. I just equate it into money spent. Um, minus the first week or two where you like you're like, "Oh, we're not allowed to leave the house until 2028." I was dropping a couple hundred bucks on food, which I, it's one person, two people. Uh, I'm down to like 90 as low as like 40 bucks on a trip out there. Pretty I mean, good. it depends what you're buying. You're just talking about how you're buying... But you're you're not browsing... Liters, liters of alcohol. No, you're, well, that's like a once every like two-month trip. Uh, if you have time, like you could browse all the hours, ooh, I could use that. Whereas when you have your mask on, you're like, oh, okay, I need this, I need this, I need this. I'm in and I'm out. Like a bank job. It's yeah. spectacular. I just imagine not wearing a mask, how quick you can do it. You can't go into Costco. Well, I did that at Ralph's like three weeks ago. I didn't have a mask. And I was like, I know exactly what I'm going to get. I'm going to go, you know, ideal trip. Yeah. Got in and out and it's great. And then I'm like, I probably shouldn't do that again. Well, just think about it this way. What about the people you could be harming? You could be coming in contact with an old lady and giving yeah, it I to know, her. I know. That's, that's the point of this. That's, that's the reason you're supposed so the, to. These do masks it. aren't going to help you stay healthy. They're going to make it so you don't spit on other people. Well, the that's cheap it, that's it. surgeon masks. Yeah, which is what they want you to wear. The I good have. ones, they don't want you to wear because they want you to give them to the hospital. So, I don't think that's a thing anymore. I don't know. Anymore. Like respirators, we needed more of those. I yeah. think they just produced like a billion of them because our companies had no problem acquiring more of these things. Yeah. So You were able to get your suppliers to get them to you and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Uh, I mean, it definitely was an issue early on. Also, there's no one in the hospitals, so. Yeah. <laughs> I but don't know. There will be, I think. Yeah, and this right here is a good way to judge how serious we should take the coronavirus. If we're seeing surges in all of these cities where there's heavy looting and rioting, maybe we're going to have to, you know, take another look at how we're approaching this uh, end of quarantine, if you will. Yeah. Uh, Well, I mean, another thing is the testing has gone up and up and up. And I can proudly say today that I was tested. You were. How was that? It was a very weird experience. You basically stick a, you know, a Q-tip in your nose it's for like. Still that thing. Yeah. Well, that's and how the one far we up had. does it go? They didn't tell me. They just like put it in your nose. And but I mean, you were there, weren't you? Holy shit, I, Andy! You got that to choose. Was the, that was not the answer I expected. You got to choose. <laughs> they how just far. didn't tell me. He's <laughs> like, I don't know. I was in the other room. <laughs> they said, "Oh, just, just, just put it up there as as much as feels okay." 
Wait, like, don't hurt oh, yourself. So they don't oh, do you it do it yourself. You? Yeah. Wait, like, you do it? Wait, I what? put the thing into my nose and scrape. That's what? so That's weird. Disgusting. Yeah. How isn't there a better way? Isn't there an easier way to do it? Or is that? That's I think there's other ways, but this is That's the like way. the longest, uh, like the most standard test I've I've heard of. Yeah. I so know. what were you? What negative? It's not processed yet. I think That's we're supposed to process them tomorrow. And that'll be interesting, just in, out of curiosity, if you end up having like antibodies. The first it's test. not the antibodies test, so they're different tests. Okay, well then you're probably negative. Also, yeah. what is the? <laughs> what's the margin of error? Are these ones fifty fifty? So, are they no, six or seventy three? We were told these ones are better. Like these are the. This is the best way to do this. Because I think it was the antibody test. I've, yeah, I was, and they, they said, said like, it was fifty fifty. We were told anything with like the saliva tests are kind of bullshit. That's so. like, what are we even wasting our time doing so, those yeah. on? 50 yeah. 50? Yeah, I know. That's what I said. These are, these are good. These, these are the best thing, best way to do it on, on the market. So well, look at you, Andy. Yeah, we'll, we'll find out. But it's a weird thing. Like, so what happens if I do? It would be strange if I have it now and didn't have it before. Well, you were the one barking that you could, you know, pass this. Yeah, and I think I did. You think you did? Yeah. My boss thought he had it, and his wife's a nurse, and he said he was going to get tested. I don't know if he ever did. But again, a test now is useless. Yeah, I guess if he the, had it, you could do the it. antibodies test. Which the other part is like, well, that's no free pass because they said they still don't know how long the immunity lasts and how strong even the immunity is. So that would like, well, be uh, annoying if uh, just in the city, if like those cities, if like you know, a spike did happen or whatever, but I just feel like even if it did, it's, I just think you're going to have a tough time locking everybody in again or anything well, like that. I think people have already had enough of it and they're not going to. The good thing is I doubt most of those people live with their parents, especially the looters. I mean, yeah. if you're looting, you're coming home with 15 boxes of Nikes. Your parents probably don't <laughs> live with you. Cause we know like, who the looters hey, were. What? Frank. Yeah, so I thought about that episode where uh, he shows it to Dee, and she's like, you mean because the white people are stealing eggs and bread, and the black people are st stealing stereos? Yeah, I would call that rioting. <laughs> and Frank walks out with skis, he's yeah. like, how do you know there's not bread in those speakers? <laughs> <laughs> always sunny. It's always good. Oh. Although I think the uh, the most enjoyable looting image was... Uh, the girl holding a cheesecake. You see that one? I saw that. It was not in a box, and she was just walking it like a waitress. I saw another famous one that people have been laughing at was when everybody stormed the Target and lady just walked out with two lamps. Yeah. And like the other thing was, Practical. I saw some guy that had like six bottles of like alcohol, and I, I'm, I'm a buddy of mine posted that on his Facebook, and I comment, I'm like, in all honesty though, that would have been me probably, like just the white claws. Uh, white claws are inefficient. Not what? enough alcohol per weight. What? He you, enjoys if, them, Andy. Yeah, Andy. I'm in, oh, okay. <laughs> if you're in like a supermarket sweep style competition, okay. And you had to I was gonna say that's what it looks like. They're 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 all <laughs> Guy waiting. Fieri's in there like you've got two minutes. <laughs> they all run out with like a whole bunch of clothes or just boxes, and then they load up their Hyundai Sonata and then they drive off. Get the hell out of there. Well, what other, else other way should you do it? Like yeah, hang out. Like well, no, they have like a driver idling, waiting in front. Yeah, that sounds like a plan. <laughs> so is this a drive-through of looters? <laughs> it's unbelievable. All right. Well, I think we're done with looting and and the virus, right? Should, yeah. 
We want to talk about the fun stuff. Should we right. actually move on to the uh, movie I was going to say that didn't have Billy the, Crudup in the it? Things that really matter. Yeah. Let's get to the uh, meat and potatoes of the pod. Yeah. Sorry for part one. I hope uh, you're all safe. And do you want to tell us about the Killers of Flower Moon? Ooh. This is uh, Scorsese's next project. Oh, I thought with... this was a real story. No. <laughs> Flower Moon movie. Place. Not filmed yet. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio, you know, always worked for Scorsese. My and Scorsese is what, 80 years old? He's probably 80 at least. Still working yeah, full time on projects. Amazing. Uh, also, De Niro, which they've never actually, they've both been in 100 Scorsese movies, but never together. So this is a, a big deal. Who? De Niro. Scorsese is 77. Who's right. been in with uh, De Niro? Leo and De Niro. Oh, Leo. Haven't been in a Scorsese movie together. Ooh, that's yeah. exciting. Um, and so this was announced a few months back that this was the next project. And uh, now, I guess there's a little bit of a problem, but a solution came, you know, right away. Uh, they, it's going to be a big budget thing. I don't understand why. I don't. I think Scorsese is going to digitally age uh, DiCaprio and digitally de-age De Niro so that Leo will be his father. I think that's the plan. That, that's the only way I can think of why. That's gonna... so weird. No, I'm joking. But okay. <laughs> yeah, jokes in a time. Uh, they said this budget's gonna be two hundred million dollars. I don't see why. I don't think it's uh, the Avengers or anything like this. Oh, you, come um, on, Andy. Have a little but faith. That, that's the plan. And um, so Paramount needed a partner. So it's gonna be Paramount and Apple that are gonna that's gonna finance this movie. It's going to come out into theaters, I think, a limited run, and then go to the Apple service at some point. So this is a huge get for Apple. That's a big win. That, I mean, Netflix has had other movies that have been uh, critically acclaimed. Apple's had mm. nothing. They've had a few series. Well, Apple's four hours old. Yeah, it's new, but to get some I actually, like this, my, uh, what I was watching is an Apple uh, TV Plus original. Yeah. Stay tuned for that. All right. But, but yeah. the other issue here now is that uh, this might delay production a bit. This is not going to come out this year. I mean, obviously not this year. But it might not even film this year, so it might not come out till 2022. Who knows? So I don't know when, if Apple's trying to win some awards, maybe, they, maybe they'll go win an Oscar in 2023. But Yeah, this uh, is a long game for them. If uh, it doesn't get done, said Leo might actually skip this, and, they might, and he might go on to something else. And then they'd actually delay production even further for him to come back. And it's like, oh, okay. Fuck that. I mean, so. if they can't film this, what can they film that he would go do instead? I forgot what it was, but I did see. He, you know, he has another project lined up. He's going to get on that Tom Cruise movie where they're filming it in space? I don't know about that, but yes. It's a new mission. It's got to be a new Mission Impossible, but they just got the go-ahead, and they're working with Elon Musk. They're sending Tom Cruise to space to film a movie. I mean... Didn't was Gravity not filmed in space? Was that re- fake the whole time? Yeah, pretty sure. Wow, that's that's upsetting. <laughs> Are we actually going to get into the space stuff at all? Yeah, they sent uh, two guys to the space station for the first time in a decade from the United States. I think what's so wild, like I was talking about this, I think also with my mom, was that like just the fact that they have a space station out there that you can just literally land at that's in space. Oh, yeah, I'm in line to go up there. I'm ready to leave the planet. So that was. A, did any of you guys watch that launch? I did. I did too, and it Got was out of it the was, pool for it. It was pretty cool, yeah. It was one of those things where it was like, it was still cool that everybody could, you know, go out there and enjoy it and watch it and stuff. And it's just to me, I'm not a, I've never been a roller coaster guy. I'm not a very, I'm not a heights guy. So obviously, going on a rocket is the opposite thing that I would is opposite thing for me. But uh, 
it, it's just crazy, like how fast they were going. Like, what did it? Cl- do you it was know like what sixteen thousand miles an hour? Yeah, I think I saw someone say, yeah, like sixteen or like twenty five thousand miles per hour is what it ended up getting to, or something like that. But then it's just like, and then the fact that you're just you're up there in space, you're just in space. What was remarkable is the fact that they were able to land that piece of the rocket on that pad in water to a T right on the X which is something NASA's always just trashed in the ocean, which, which is why it's so expensive for space travel. Game changer. How, uh, how long are they up there for? I don't know. Uh, I know it took them 19 hours to get there, but I don't know how long they're at this space station for. I mean, it's like a holiday inn. You could stay there as long as you want. I just can't like fathom like once you're like in space, just like what it's, what it's like. Probably more peaceful quiet yeah or is it loud or is it just kind of like you know no because i don't know i mean everything's walkie-talkie right so he, they're just up there with two of them together well there's probably other people in the space station from you know oh, ukraine or uh so do they have like a bartender Soviet up there Union. like do they just bring someone up there that Bart- bartends with them so that way they can have like some drinks up there they're working they're scientists yeah people are working and drinking their all food the time. is in like powder form is that true i don't know andy's what are the what something. do they eat up there I don't think they eat the powdered food, but that's always been the thing. How do you Tang. sleep? How do you dream? <laughs> when you're that's up there. a real philosophical question there. Yeah. I don't know. All that just is such a trip to me. Like I've always said this before too, about like looking at the moon and just being like, yeah, I've been there. But obviously only a handful of people can say that. I mean, has any other country ever been to the moon? Uh, no, but the Ukraine and uh, the Soviet Union tried. So they were able to. Only... They were actually able to orbit it and go back home well before we got there. Hmm. And then there's obviously people out there that believe the moon landing's a hoax and that we never got there. Yeah, if you've seen that thing on Fox. But how fun is life if you don't believe anything that's ever been exactly. done? Exactly. I'm definitely a believer in UFOs. I think, Andy. What about you? I mean, the White House. I mean, just yeah, said there was that, that real one. Uh, I that saw, thing. or no, I was told about a funny meme. So imagine a time traveler from 1969 coming to the year 2020, and uh, we're raving about landing or going into space, and race riots are still a thing. Like nothing's changed? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's that's actually pretty good. Planet of the Apes. Why? When they went into space, and then when they came back, it was 300 years later, and the apes were dominant. I haven't... Yeah, that's also a spoiler. I don't think I liked any of the planets. I watched one of them where in the, and I don't think the I've woods. Seen them. That one was good, whichever <laughs> so that one those was. Those are the new ones, which are not the old ones, which is what I'm referencing. Original, those are the new ones, which are not the old ones. <laughs> this is true, Confucius. I'm referencing the 60s movies. Oh. That was the original I never twist. watched those. The original twist is they go into space, and then they land on this planet, and they're like, what's this planet about? And then they find out it's run by apes. And they're like, wow, this is fucking crazy. And then at the end of the movie, it's revealed they actually were on Earth the whole time. They just went way into the future, hmm. where now the humans have been replaced. Well, Bowser the Great. Dog is one of the a, greatest movies of all time. Bowser the Dog. And you guys just don't a... care at all, and you guys are being disrespectful. Yeah, and we already know your favorite movie of all time, and it also includes space. <laughs> Bowser the Dog over here is slowly trying to take over. He had an operation in October, had his ass shaved, and it's growing back. So, I think he's trying to take over. He's going to start riding humans around. Yep. All right. Oh, he's on executive producer Luke out there right now. All right. Should we move on from monkeys in space? Should we talk about the Sadfi brothers who made uncut gems? 
Oh, I just actually watched that the other day for the second time. Yeah. I was with someone that had never seen it. It's on Netflix now. And it's a big deal. Yeah, that's why we watched yeah. it. And then my mom actually was tell- randomly texting me Saturday and was like, watched Uncut Gems last night. Crazy movie. And I was like, yeah, what'd you think of the end? She's like, I jumped. Because <laughs> it's like, no one really sees that part coming. No. Like, at least like that. I mean, you could see it happening, but I didn't expect it to happen. Yeah. Only in like those dark type movies will they just give you like, just you mean kind of real. A, yeah. That's why I was just, I was, Andy, if you were going to let me get okay, there, sorry. I was going to say in those dark type movies are the only ones that give you kind of like a real thing of like what can really happen. It's not like, how do you happiness get to a guy uh, like being that person who doesn't have a voice? Like the, that guy who kills him at the end, spoiler alerts or, uh, Funkhauser. Yeah. And I think he had like throat cancer. Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers, like, is it just excessive yelling? A lot of coaches. So yeah. maybe it is yelling or... Wait, from what? What are you saying? To have what? The guys that talk like this! I mean, we have a buddy's dad that's got a pretty crazy voice that it's due to, like, I guess, like, uh, something with, like, the cartilage in your throat or something also, but... Mm-hmm. And I don't know how he got that or what. It's like scar tissue or something in your cartilage okay. in your throat or something like that. But with some of those guys, no, I imagine you... I mean, your vocal cord, I imagine, just like anything else in life, if you abuse it with screaming and stuff, I imagine as years go by, it has a chance to go hoarse. Because if I'm not mistaken, I saw that movie in theater, so it's been a while, but that guy who kills him at the end, his voice was pretty shot, right? The big guy? Yeah, yeah, I know what guy you're talking about. Yeah, I don't think it's like an amazing voice. But I remember thinking also like the scene where... She comes out of the, her, their kid's recital, and he's literally in his underwear in the backseat of the trunk. I was like, that is a point where it's like, how low of a point is Like, that's the lowest point you can get to in your life, I think, is where, like, these guys you owe money to had you taken out of your kid's recital, and your, your wife has to come get you out of the trunk of your car at your children's, like, recital. Obviously, it was the playoffs were going on, so we'll just say spring recital. Yeah. Yeah, Crazy. There's, uh, there's no pretending anymore that you got anything under control. Yeah. But, um, but he always kind of did. I mean, I'll give him that. He always had that fake teeth smile going on that, like, everything was good. Like, he's, I got this. I got this. Because he had that magical ruby or gem or whatever it was. I guess it was a gem. It's in the title. So the, uh, <laughs> the writer and, writers and directors of, the, of this uh, film, Uncut Gems, uh, also did Good Time, which is on Netflix as well. So if you liked Uncut Gems, you can watch that one. It's uh, an interesting movie. Um, but they're going to be working with HBO on something. They signed a deal with them, so uh, they're 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 hot names right now, and uh, be a. I think people want to see what they're going to do next, and HBO has a good track record of letting people do what they want to do. So, mm-hmm. looking forward to that. Pretty exciting. Are they doing a, a, sh- a series? I don't know. There's no uh, information. It could be, could be they do nothing and they just put their names to some bullshit. But maybe something better. Time to tell. All right. Well, uh, we are at the point where we are going to. F- are we finishing up the best actor series? I'd one other thing if we want to do. Let's do the one other thing. I was going to talk about HBO Max. Oh, wait. Did I not? Ha- oh, I just skipped right over that. Yeah. Yeah. So HBO Max launched uh, last week and uh, I browsed it myself. It's a lot. It's weird yeah i th- i haven't had a problem with it i think there's been some confusion people have been upset and i tweeted about it i don't understand why people get upset about getting free th- free well, shit. people love to get upset so don't ever get upset about free shit because essentially if you have hbo you got this for free 
The cases where you wouldn't get it for free are very, very small. You'd have to get it, get HBO through your cable, and it would be some random cable provider that didn't make a deal. But if you get it through any of the big cable providers, then you got it. If you already just do HBO now. Which I feel like anyone who's under the age of 60 yeah. probably does it that way. So I don't know how many people are not getting this for free. Um, it just It's a separate application. Like, and you know what's you know, funny? The older people would really enjoy this yeah all the turner Classic i put on stuff. casablanca yeah so um you it's a separate application so i don't know how how are you watching it through uh well my hbo go or now app morphed into this it actually morphed into it yeah so that's the uh i think one of the sticking points in why it's been hard and it's not available and everything is that i believe hbo wanted to make it a separate thing or didn't I, I can't remember either way that'd be stupid too because i think within the app you can go specifically to an hbo site yeah. right so so i had to on xbox actually download a new thing but when i opened huh. it i didn't have to log in or anything i already knew well that's good um but the hbo max app is not available on roku or amazon fire which is those are the two biggest streaming like whatever you want to call those devices short of apple tv and I think they're both bigger than Apple TV. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Because, I mean, Apple TV is just Apple TV. Those have Fire Sticks, Fire Cubes, and there's there's like Roku 2s, Roku 3s, Roku yeah, 9s. Yeah, but and how do I know which one's the best of those, whereas I know I have the Apple, so it's the best? They, you just look at it. Usually yeah, I like mine. The Roku 4000 is probably better than the Roku 3000. What about the Benford 5100? <laughs> yeah. it, just, it works in that kind of logical way. Um, but um, they weren't available to get HBO Max. So when I told my dad, like, hey, you can watch this shit. And I was like, oh, wait, you can't. You have an Amazon Fire oh, Stick. I bet that ticked him off. Like, nah, he doesn't care. Took his pants yeah. off. <laughs> uh, but I think that's, that's one thing to be legitimately upset about. But it doesn't sound like it's HBO's fault. It sounds like Amazon. Because, you know, you can subscribe to HBO through Amazon. Yeah. Amazon's like, well, you don't need the app then. Just have your people subscribe through us. And it's like, no, that's not how we want to do that. So. Ugh. Yeah, so there's a little bit of a fight going. I, I expect it'll be resolved at some point. Maybe HBO or, or Warner Brothers, whatever. AT&T will have to give a little extra money to Jeff Bezos to make him see the other way. Because he hasn't made enough money no, from the quarantine. you always need more. I'm sure he's picking money off this uh, looting, too. Yeah, definitely. You can't loot Amazon. Well, it's harder. Well, they even said that they pulled their tr- delivery trucks from any of the areas beyond like 1 o'clock or whatever uh, just for safe. For safekeeping. Hey, he's a smart guy. What do you want to say about him? So uh, He's a smart guy. And other little news, Andy, really quick. Do you see, uh, I was just reading it actually, that uh, that Sacramento Kings announcer was yeah, terminated. Pretty crazy. Uh, I guess he's been their announcer since like 1988 also. Oh, I didn't know that. It said like he's been an announcer since 1988. So yeah, he was, I don't know when it was official, but I, it was either yesterday or today. But for his tweet that said, all lives matter, not just like, or just all lives matter type thing, which, you know, when he was asked to say something and it's like, when you're put on a spot like that in a time like this, it's like, don't, I mean. He let Boogie Cousins beat him. It's fucking embarrassing. Yeah. Like you let that guy, that guy is a baby or whatever. He is emotional and irrational. And that guy actually like outsmarted you and made you lose your job. And (laughs) the other thing is, I guess Chris Webber. Uh, came out and said, we've always known who he is because I guess he backed up, uh, Andy will like this, Donald Sterling oh, years yeah, ago wow. and said, how can he be racist because he employs black people? <laughs> and it's like, oh boy. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> 
So yeah, I mean, hey, you know, some of those people you just can't take it out of them. You know, they're the old, old folks, old-fashioned ones that it's just like they just will have too much pride to put away like their uh, whatever they really believe in, I guess, or however they see it. But it's crazy that you know it made you lose your job. You I, I mean, it's a, such a a difference between you know someone who's eighty and someone who's twenty in terms of racism. I think eventually, right, it's got to go away. Yeah, I think it's on the right We're path very to eventually go away. Understanding I think, people. I think this younger generation people is understand. But then again, hey, we could have said that when the '92 riots were going on. That hey, we think this generation because I'm sure there was a lot of people during that time that would have been posting the same stuff that people are posting today if social media existed back then, right? Yeah. So I'd I'm, like to see so, some info on the uh, Detroit riot. I need to watch that movie. It's That's, been on my list for like what five movie years. is that? It's called Detroit. Really? Yeah. Where can you find that? I don't know. Maybe HBO Max. I actually don't know. Uh, it came out like three three years ago. Oh, I've never heard of it. It's uh, Catherine Bigelow who did Zero Dark Thirty and okay. Walker. So good, hmm. good director and uh, Point Break. Oh, so uh, the she, first one. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I never watched it. I always wanted to. It was on my list, but because I looked up riots and that appears to be the largest riot. Yeah. Lasted five days. Something like fifteen hundred structures were burnt. Jeez. Uh, when was that? Seventy-two. Ooh. And it's got the uh, the kid from We're the Millers as like oh the that bad, weird like looking cop. kid. <laughs> That's gonna be weird. He's like, like he was like fourteen year old kid in that or something, but now huh. he's a cop. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, actually tying that back to HBO Max, you want to talk about things not changing. So the thing I really wanted to watch that was on HBO Max, I saw is the first first time it's available on streaming. That is the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah, which seems bizarre. Like it seems like, come on, how did Netflix never get that? Yeah, well, I guess according to what they're saying, it wasn't. How many seasons so, did they do? Like nine, six, six. So, and what's strange is that he, uh, the last season he had already filmed Independence Day. It wasn't out yet. But so like he was, and he'd already been in Bad Boys. He was already kind of like a movie star in a sitcom. He had already done Bad Boys and Independence Day, and that show was still going on? Yeah. Jeez, so I did not know Independence Day wasn't that. out yet, but it was filmed, so he was already the star of a big budget I mean, Hollywood yeah, he movie. does look... He's so young in both of those movies, so I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Well, it is strange that in Bad Boys, he's like established in his career. He's a detective already. You have to think that he's been a police officer for multiple years and he became a detective. Mike Lowry. And then you go back to Fresh Prince where he's like a high school kid. Yeah. It seems weird. I guess they, they did graduate and get older in that show, but still. I The last season, I I can't... I don't... The other thing is I don't remember like seasons because I've watched the show mostly yeah, every runs. you would see it on TBS. Yeah, you, you wouldn't know. Like, oh, that's a season four episode, obviously. That's another show, though, from the 90s that got deep. Because those shows had messages. So that's what I was... Beyond all of that stuff. Remember that one? For that one that comes to mind, at least, was he didn't know his dad. And he has a heart-to-heart with Uncle Phil. But the other one... That's a a good scene. That's one of the the more famous... He didn't love me. He he like shouts it or something. It's one of the more... He didn't want me. Famous, I feel like, TV scenes that they show a lot with like... that. Everybody always says like it makes you kind of like choke up like one of those... Scenes, heavy. It, it is a heavy scene, and it's a, and I I feel like a scene like that. I mean, I don't know Will Smith's real 
life situation, but it, it was one of those scenes that it felt like it, it like I think truly, he was uh, born and raised in West Philadelphia. <laughs> oh, and but I was saying like true. it was a scene that like you could tell as an actor it truly came from the heart because you really do have to find a place to make a scene that real and powerful. Yeah. But the other one that comes to mind is there's an episode where Carlton and Will they're driving the oh, nice the car racism and they get they get pulled over and forgot about that. Carlton was like, I didn't think I'd have to deal with this as well, and it's like it was like his realization. And his, are you, you know, just talking about in general, just like shows that have like pre- like talked about this stuff for a long time? Well, ago? I'm just making a point. I watched no, I'm, but I watched I, a few episodes of Fresh Prince so this weekend, I, and that was 30 years ago. And we're I'm, still dealing with the this. reason I bring that up is because let's not forget. It's, I know it's a comedy, but Harold and Kumar, where there's yeah. the scene where they hear about like a crime going on and they leave, the cops leave, and they bring back a black guy who is in his pajamas oh, and yeah. says, I was literally sleeping. <laughs> but like the joke, but it's really obviously, it's like a play on it of like, that's how cops, it's in their eyes, that's how cops are. They're going to go, oh, <laughs> it must have been you because you're black and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's, and it's like the scene where they're like, when he is able to open up the the jail cell and then the black guy's just sitting there reading the book and he's like, whatever his name is, he's trying to escape. He's like, what? I'm just sitting here. He's like, he's got a weapon. It's a book. <laughs> yeah. But but I, it's funny because as a kid, when I first watched that scene, I was in ninth grade. So I was what, 15 years old. Didn't think anything of it. But as you get older, you realize, oh shit, like that's the directors and writers saying like, that's uh, their way of saying like, that's how it seems to be in yeah. the world today is. You are racially profiled. Like, you know, they bring a guy out of his bed because they assumed he was doing it, even though he was asleep. And, oh, he must have a weapon because he's holding something when in reality it's just a book. And it's like, it, well, I don't know. It's kind of crazy. I mean, you can find a lot of stuff like that in movies and shows. Because yeah, that's how that's, they're able to s- spread it. It's like through their cartoons and stuff. And you don't think anything of it because you're sitting there aimlessly watching a cartoon. But really there is. It's their way of being able to, like, send a message. And that's, yeah, that's a... You know, silly comedy that's played yeah, up. Yeah, of course. But in, it's in the Fresh so, Prince, the stuff was serious. Did you yeah. happen to watch that episode this no, weekend? No, I watched four episodes, but they do deal with real issues. There was an episode with Don Cheadle where he's his friend from back home. And basically, you know, Uncle Phil's like, I don't want this kid from the street coming in here. He's going to be a bad influence well, on yeah, the Yeah, you saw what he did to Jazz. <laughs> yeah. But then. <laughs> But the mom is like, no, no, we got to let Will have his friend come over and it'll be good for the kids to see a, a you know, guy from the real it's world. It's funny that it's Don Cheadle. It's Don Cheadle, yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. He's just kind of young back then. But then, and then uh, in that episode, Hillary ends up liking him. And so then the mom ends up turning on him because she doesn't want her daughter to be associated with this guy. It's fine if he's Will's friend, but if it's, you know, a romantic interest of her daughter, then it's different. It's like, wow, that's pretty deep for a 1990 show. I I enjoyed that show. Yeah. I I don't know when I stopped it. It was probably like somewhere in high school doing like with certain friends the the handshake psh, where you oh, throw yeah. your, your thumb out. <laughs> like Will Smith would do with jazz. It still is it's super silly that where it's like I don't think people were really like this at all. Like Will was such a weird character. Or like he was he, cool. He and turned he wore his things like he this. He turned his jacket inside out. Yeah, I was like, I don't know about. I this. did that one time because I'm like, you know, like who was actually cool was Ice Cube. <laughs> That's he did not look like this guy. Yeah, just a different, like a different look. I like that. That is like one of their big selling points. Like, hey, we have Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah, I'll tune in. Uh, there was also a, I enjoyed a joke where uh, Uncle Phil's parents came in and. They're weird and don't get all the way along with, you know, Uncle Phil. And then Will goes to him like, hey, you want to talk about this? And he's like, no, you know, just 
sometimes parents just don't understand Will. It's like, because that's Will Smith's big song mm. from the late 80s. And so uh. then he turns to the camera and it's like, like, oh my god, fucking sitcoms. Just incredible. They had to they had to put that in. Oh, yeah, come on. He, he was like, that's in my contract. Hmm. But yeah, that's that's the number one thing on HBO Max. I, I'm not that's, that's what I'm interested in. My question is where is home improvement? It's coming back to Hulu, right? It's got to. I read I that the producers have a beef with ABC and Hulu, and they're not gonna allow it. But isn't it made by Disney? Yeah, so it shouldn't even be a thing. Like, it should be like, producer, fuck off. You should be producing Maybe, something uh, now. Wilson had in his contract, he gets to block it. Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? I watched that show so much as a kid. I actually had a dream. I saw Wilson's face, <laughs> and I thought it was an episode. It's revolutionary. <laughs> I believe he, there was something where they did a behind the scenes. And it was like he was going to actually like show his face, but then he came out holding like a piece of wood over his oh, face. Oh, they, no, they do that when they're like the last episode, yeah. they introduce everybody yeah, and they all come running out and he has a tiny yeah. fence that he's holding on a stick. I remember that. Committed to it. Yeah. All right. Should we uh, get into the best actor? We've been getting a lot of uh, write-ins about this. And I'm, like I'm saying, it's the madness. It's, the, it's, it's like March Madness. It's actor madness. But before we do, Andy... This portion of the pod is brought to you by our good friends at Simple Doggy, the dog leash that is quicker and easier, and it works with your dog's current collar or harness. And for a limited time, the Tony's Take listener, that is you, can get 25% off and free shipping when you plug in promo code Tony. That is T O N Y. Head to simpledoggy.com, that's two G's, and plug in promo code Tony. For 25% off and free shipping. It is the dog leash you've been waiting for. All right, Andy. We're excited. Here we go. March, All right. March Madness has gone into June. <laughs> yeah. We're down to our last four, and that is Christian Bale, well, Leonardo sh- DiCaprio, Tom Hardy, and Brad Pitt. So are we going to do like one and two, or are we just going to so, pick numbers? Close your eyes and say a number. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what and I was going to say. I'll close my eyes and say a number. I was going to... What? I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's going to be... It's hard to figure out how this matters. Just do one and two and three and four. I think maybe it should be like a okay. like a rating four, seat almost. Four like and one, one and three place and two. Four, two, place three. Like but who, then, yeah, then you're right, automatically you're right. move them ahead. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's up to you. I trust your wits over there, Andy. Yeah, you're the accountant anyway. This has been your game. We're just I'm trying to th- I'm trying to figure out how to do a random matchup that's that works. I was gonna this is really difficult. <laughs> yeah. I was I don't know. I was trying to think if we all like kind of set a number and you put a number in your head of who you, I don't know. All right. How about this? We'll just say Christian Bale goes first. Okay. To find his opponent. Let me see. You guys each pick one number between one and 10. And then I will add them up. Oh boy. And divide them by four. Whoever's last name is closest to that number. Okay, seven. Oh, it's four. I don't have time for so this. So 11. That was 11. And uh, what is the 11th letter in the alphabet? Jesus, this is a great pot. Let's count this out. <laughs> We're trying to be as, as fair as possible. Are we? Just... It's L, I think. L. So is L closer to H or P? <laughs> closer to P, right? Wait, hold on, hold on. It might be K. A, B, C, D, E, 
F-G-H-I-J-O-T-K. It's K. We're not in a grade school, so we don't have so the alphabet is K on the, wall. the midpoint between H and P? God damn it, Andy. Just give us an A. Is it? <laughs> it might be. Hold on. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K. No. So it's closer to H. Yeah. By like one letter. So it's Tom Hardy goes against Christian Bale. There we okay, go. We, we got shit. it. We got our matchup. I think that's what we wanted anyway, because I feel like then we're going to get to the, is the other two going to be Brad Pitt versus Leo? Which we already did. Which we've already done a discussion of like yeah. a, about a month and a half ago uh, on the podcast. That's one of our most listened to pods. Well, they'll want to hear again. Well, I like never that, voted on that. Though. I like because they're action stars versus Actually, non- and I was it also, sh- it's Batman Bane. I was just going to say that. That's what makes me the most excited right there. This is the Dark Knight Rises, right? I mean, I already have my answer. Yeah. I think everyone probably does. Well, let's still talk it through. Yeah. Do we want to see a recap of the movies again, or we, we know already at this point? <laughs> I'd like to hear them one more time. Just Give think, us a highlight. What if we have new listeners? Yeah. So, Christian Bale, The Fighter, The Dark Knight Rises, American Hustle, The Big Short, Vice, and Ford versus Ferrari. Jesus. Tom Hardy, <laughs> Inception, Warrior, The Dark Knight Rises, Mad Max, Fury Road, The Revenant, Dunkirk, and Venom. You know what? Actually, I think this one's going to be a little closer than I... Than I maybe think for myself because when I look at a lot of those movies, it's like my favorite by far in all of those is The Dark Knight Rises, and these guys happen to both be in it. So and then who, that way it makes better in that it, movie. Oh, you know. Honestly, I Heinz Ward. Yeah, I don't know. I honestly, Bane puts on a hell of a performance in that movie. I honestly think Bane might be better in that movie. Do your I, uh, I Bane impression, Tony. Gotham. <laughs> Take. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> Take over your... No, I was thinking way back into the history of uh, Tony's take. It'll be very painful for you. <laughs> for you. <laughs> I'm more of like, I like the Batman one more. Like, not everything. Yeah. Not yet. <laughs> so who do I get to be? Can I be Catwoman in this? Oh. Yeah, just give us your best meow, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's two IPAs away from that. <laughs> she just said, come with me. So honestly, I don't know, because lines. like I think back to those movies where they both... Were they both in... No, he was in Warrior. What's the other fighting movie? The Fighter or something? But was that... That was a... In The Fighter, uh, Christian Bale won an Academy Award. He was the brother that had like AIDS or something. But what movie was that? The Drug Addiction. What year was that? What? Is The Fighter in this category? Yes. That was okay, so I mean, I liked that one more than The Warrior, so I have to defeat that. I don't I think I saw Dun- The Warrior. I like Dunkirk, though. But it's also... He doesn't do much in that. Yeah. I Again, was gonna, acting Which one's Dunkirk? A- Is Dunkirk the one with the guy that didn't He's- use the guns? Yeah. No. No. Okay. I got to get some That's Hacksaw Rich. Okay. I like oh, that one more. I might have never, never seen mind. Dunkirk, actually. I don't think I did. Oh, so you got to see it. I canceled that out. Dunkirk, this is him acting the entire time. You only see his eyes. Well, in Bane, you don't he's see Bane, much. Yeah. It, I'm, so it's the same thing. He's a fighter okay. pilot, so he's got that fighter pilot then, mask on. What was the... I never saw Vice. Ugh, Tony. But I mean... It's quite I, good in that. American Hustle, is, I like, obviously. And then Big Short, I like. Did you ever see Venom? I didn't see Venom. It's on but stars. I, but I know Venom's pretty good. It's the only thing worth watching I, in the movie is Tom Hardy. I trust Venom. Tom Hardy's good at it. Yeah. And what I'm else? Excited for Venom. What were too. a couple of other ones, Tom Hardy's, that I haven't mentioned? Uh, Mad Max Fury Road. I've seen that. I like Mad really Max. Really great Fury movie. Road. I don't know how great he is in it, though. Yeah. He's just kind of there. I do like that He's, one, though. I have That is one I've seen. You know what's weird is a little bit of me is wanting to, like, go Tom Hardy, but it's like I've been. Because I don't know. I, I just. So many of those movies I like. You know what? I'm going to shake. I'm going to go Tom Hardy just to shake things up a little bit because I already think I know where Sean's going, which means, Andy, I think it's going to come down to you. Yeah, Andy, you go next. Uh, not Tom Hardy. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. So that one's that. But I mean, it's. You too- fought hard for him. I did. Yeah. Give him a case. Give him. 
maybe this decade will be his because he's he was pretty new in 2010 2019 i think it was just more so because i've seen a little bit more but i mean christian bale i think i just kind of wanted to shake things no, up I, there. I, I know where you're i mean christian from. bale is i mean at this point they're all so talented christian bale is i think one of my favorite actors just because i always love actors that can be just so different in all their scenes like the fact that he can be a batman and then the fact that he can be like the well, what is it the i machine, mean what's movies where he's machine sleep yeah, yeah he, he weighs like 90 pounds yeah. he's gonna die at 60 because of the things he's done to his body every other role he's either out of shape thin or or Jack. Not anymore. I think he kind of settled yeah, into he's, himself. Yeah, I think he's calmed down. He, he got he gained weight for Dick Cheney, and then he, he's like, I'm good now. Machinist yeah. was a long time ago. Wasn't that like early 2000s? It was like 2004. I think he said he ate like six pies a day for... Uh, That's his choice. To gain yeah. weight. <laughs> There's a lot of ways you can gain weight. You can have burritos in a bag no, but at all for, times. For Cheney, I think yeah. that it was something like that. Maybe it was 10 pies. I don't know. Something like that, though. There's Brits. He probably ate a lot of meat pies, too. We're all yeah. thinking he's eating, like, cherry pies and shit. Very true. But it no, is crazy they can fluctuate their body weight like that, though. The stuff you'll do for a few million dollars. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Andy. So here's the... This is the primetime matchup. This is the, the 6 p.m. start. Yeah. So here's, here's a little wrinkle here. Last time we did this, Leo versus Brad. We talked about their entire careers. Yeah. yeah. This time, this, this is, is about the 2010s. Now it's a 10-year window. Yeah, so... Um, so give us those names again, Andy, or those movies. Yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio, This Decade, Shutter Island, Inception, Django Unchained, The Great Gatsby, The Wolf of Wall Street, The Revenant, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And by the way, okay. so episode 164, if you want to go back to, and listen, that is Brad Pitt versus Leonardo DiCaprio. All right, Andy, now so give us Pitt's movies. Brad Pitt, Moneyball. Killing Them Softly, World War Z, 12 Years a Slave, Fury, The Big Short, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Ad Astra. This is rough. Uh, this one's actually fairly easy for me. I, I Can I just go? Should I just go? Or do one of you want to go first? I'm not ready. So I'm ready. So I want to hear a detailed explanation for your reason, for your reason here. Well, I've just seen more of... Not that I've seen more, but I, I mean, I'm going Leonardo DiCaprio. But I, I've just... More of those movies I like. I mean, I, I know he's in a couple of those are the same ones that Brad Pitt's in, but I mean, Wolf of Wall Street, I enjoy a lot. Uh, I already blanked on some you of the other ones. It was the only movie he was in. Just no. no, but just the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I obviously like him a lot in that, especially like the ending scene when he's whips out the flamethrower. And uh, You like him getting eaten by bears? I actually never saw The Revenant. But I know he won a Best Actor for that, so I'll give him that finally. Uh, Some say that Tom Hardy was better than him in that movie. Really? And that would be me. Okay. What 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 were the other ones again that he was in? Just tell me him quickly again. You're I, forgetting Django and Chain. Django, you. yes, I know. I, okay, I love that one. Just for that one, uh, the gif that will live on forever of him turning around and zooming in on his face. Oh, yeah. I think that's just going to be forever in the history books. I mean, but the other thing is like, I mean, I loved one for the. Oh, I almost said one for the money. That's the other gambling movie. I loved Moneyball. Two I really for the did. show. And I liked, uh, but I just didn't have, uh, see other things there. I mean, I know because then it was you know Big Short, which was Leonardo DiCaprio was in also. No, no. Oh Christian shit! Bale. No, he wasn't. I was thinking Christian Bale. You're right. All right, so I like Big Short. Big Short's good. 
But I don't like it more than – I, I compare and contrast here. So like with Big Short, I'm like, okay, I liked Wolf of Wall Street more than Big Short. So I compare those two. So trying I, to I, find a movie equivalent movie. Yeah, I exit that out. Django Unchained, I liked more than 12 Years a Slave. So we exit that out. I will say I liked Moneyball probably more than Shutter Island or something like that. Never saw Revenant, but then I never saw like Astra or whatever. I never saw Astra. Never saw Killing Them Softly. So, I mean, and actually, actually, I watched some of Killing Them Softly, and I just like, I don't know. It was a slow start kind of. There's a lot of dialogue in that movie. I'm going Leonardo DiCaprio. I mean, I've already said that, but I just like him better in that run. I mean, Leo's, Leo's great, dude. This is tough. So, I actually went through and went through movies I liked of both of theirs in this decade, and it was a tie. <laughs> You can't tie. There's no ties. I'm not giving yeah, them a tie. I'm just explaining to you. You fuck off. Uh, <laughs> I'm struggling with this. Uh, Andy, do you want to go? I think you're you're afraid to make decisions. You're well, I don't. Me. I mean, if it, if you're going to say one and it doesn't even matter what I say, yeah. But I want to be the tiebreaker. So I will say this. Uh, in some ways, Brad Pitt is like Ichiro. He put up 250 hits in one decade, but Barry Bonds, a lot of, a lot of walks. So he didn't have as many at bats, but when he actually did have an at bat, they were home runs. They were home runs. So which ones are the home runs here for you? So Leonardo DiCaprio. Django's a home run. He had some home runs. Django, Wolf of Wall Street, Once Upon yeah. Time, Inception, Inception. Oh, I didn't even remember Inception. Yeah, yeah, Inception was great. No, I agree. I, I think Leo is, I don't know, he's really good. I'll tell you what. So that's who I'm going with. Okay, yeah. So Leo, so it doesn't even matter. matter. What do you mean uh, it doesn't matter? We, we, you said Leo? Yeah, did I you s- say? I said Leo. He said oh, Leo okay, also. then it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. Uh, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is so great rewatching it. I honestly think they're both tremendous in that. It's, they the are. end scene, I think it's like a tie with how they act just because Brad Pitt is so calm and then Leo's just kind of like that guy, like what the fuck is going on type thing. The margarita scene's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> I actually thought about that and I sent a photo of me holding a margarita to my brother over the weekend because it made me think of it. I had a blended margarita on uh, <laughs> Saturday. There you go. All right, so it's Leo. Because yeah, I, I think I would have given it to him as well. Yeah, I mean, it was... Like I said, though, good. it's it's so close. I think it's like a recount close. And again, we're going in with like what they've done, obviously, the last decade. You know, exactly, it's, yeah. It's, you know, Brad Pitt. Had and Glorious Bastards made it into there. Yeah, exactly. Probably, that probably would have won. Things for me, maybe. Even. The difference for me was Inception versus Ad Astra. Yeah, and I think the other thing that would have uh, done it, too, for me is like on top of that was one of my favorite movies ever is also Meet Joe Black. And I mean, if like movies like that were... In the picture with uh, Brad Pitt, and then you're looking at it completely. Well, if different. they ever made World War Z two, so that was the thing. They're I working saw working on it, aren't they? I saw World War Z, no, but got canceled. My whole thing oh. is I'm I'm not big on the zombie movies. So, I just uh, never uh, have World War Z isn't that good of a movie, but it was a huge hit. But they were supposed to make a sequel with David Fincher, and I was like, yeah, do that. And then Netflix, because I mean, David Fincher it. and Brad Pitt did Seven and Fight Club. It's like they're. That's legend status right there. Having them team up for something again, be totally into it, but didn't mm-hmm. happen. So, I enjoy World War Z. I think it's good. It's fine. I don't think it's great by any means. For a zombie movie, I think it's one of the better ones. Yeah, maybe. Those zombies are intense. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what's memorable. I about Am that. Legend, another good one, though. 
I think that one's fun because everyone imagines what an empty, you know, New York City is like. I would go hit yeah. golf balls off of a, a fighter jet. Why the hell not? I'd do that every day. Play basketball in Madison Square Garden? Are you kidding me? Just want to remind you, Will Smith is not on this list. But we have devoted a lot of time to him this week. Yeah, and we're going to put him on the other list, though. I don't think so. You don't want to add him? To the NIT? Yeah. He didn't have a good decade at all. Well, his movies suck, but I thought that's what it was about. You still want the, you want the next what? best. I Am Legend was like 17, huh? What do you mean 17? Wait, uh, 7, 2007. Yeah, that was a while ago. Yeah. His movies this year are like, or this decade are like... Gemini Man. The After Earth. Yeah. Uh, uh, he's got Bad Boys he was, 4. No, it wasn't this... There's no Bad Boys this decade. That's 2021, or 2020. Uh, he, oh. didn't, he didn't have a movie over with a Rotten Tomato score over 50 the entire decade. Well, he had Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. He had that one where he was the uh, the doctor who was Jamaican, who was going after the NFL. Oh, Concussion. Yeah. Never saw it. Never. No one saw it. No one wanted to see it. I wouldn't have minded, but it's never been on FX. But, yeah, Will Smith is not in the fucking NIT. All right. For wow. my dead body. <laughs> you hear that? Uh, we're still taking suggestions for that, though, if you if you have any ideas. Yeah, right in. We're, we've got a few. Yeah. So we got our final. And we'll do that next week, right? Yeah. Christian Bale, Leonardo DiCaprio. I think this is what the people wanted at the beginning. <laughs> tough. We got our classic Duke-Kentucky matchup here. Uh, Brad Pitt was a Michigan State, I'll say, maybe. Yeah. Uh, Tom Hardy was like George Mason. A Cinderella story. Mm-hmm. Or that short. Baltimore school. <laughs> yeah. We we'll always look forward to that. All right. Um, shall we get into what we've been watching before we get into the Netflix movie of the week? Yeah. Which also, by the way, Andy, we messed up again. We didn't pick. We didn't pick one. A new movie. Can I just pick one off my list then? I'll allow I'll it. Force you to watch it. Sure, but it better be good. It might not be. <laughs> Terrific. All right. Well, I only have one thing. Uh, how many do you have, Andy? Uh, I've got a lot. I watched a lot of movies this week. Oh boy. So I think it's five, including oh the Netflix my movie. God, Jesus, Louise, Tony, how many do you have? Uh, I don't know. I feel like I watched something, but I can't remember. Well, Andy, you go for a few bars, and then uh, if Tony remembers, we'll go to him, and then uh, go to me, then go back to you, Andy. All right, let's turn to look up Netflix movies at the same time. That's hard. You have time after that. Okay. Um. So I watched a movie that's available on HBO, but it's not anymore because it's now June. So the reason I watch it <laughs> oh, is because boy. it was leaving HBO. <laughs> yeah. Where's it going? <laughs> to, the, to the rest of the world. I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's called Happy Death Day to You. Oh, oh you I watched watch the second the one, huh? Yeah. I heard it was like, uh, is it good or is it no? I'm, I, won't, I won't say it's good. It's fine. I thought I'd Watchable. It's uh, different. It's definitely cheaper looking. It seems like they filmed it on an iPhone. Hmm. It just looks kind of weird, and uh, it it starts off like the next day, and it centers on like the guy's Asian roommate, who like, you know, he goes, he walks in, tries to go to his dorm room, and he goes to his lab, and it turns out they're building like a quantum reactor, or whatever, some science bullshit. Doctor Octavius is in there. It's something like that, <laughs> yeah. And then you know, five minutes later, he opens a closet door, and a, the baby face mask guy comes and kills him. And then he wakes up again, and he's back in his car at the, like the beginning of the movie and does the same thing over. And then he tells them, like, hey, I feel like I'm living the same day over. And they're like, oh, shit, it's happening to him now. And it's like, oh, it's going to be focused on this guy? And they, had, so, they, they do a whole plan to, like, okay, we're going to protect you, and then we're going to make sure you don't get killed. And they do. They catch the killer, and they tie him up. 
And they pull the mask off, and it's the Asian guy again. And this is all in like the first 10 minutes of the movie. Wow. And it's a different version. And he's like, you got to stop. You got to kill him. And they're like, what? And then they run the... the he gonna, he's going to become Hitler. I don't know. They run the quantum re- reactor thing again. And it just goes back to the beginning of the first movie. <laughs> and she's now, again, stuck in the time loop again. And, and then it's like, oh, my God. she's And that was the best scene in the movie is when she does the first day again, which you saw like 11 times in the previous movie. Yeah. And her just like meltdown of having to do this again. It was great. But then she realizes there's some things that are a bit different. And it's like, oh. That's very weird. Um, so what I'd read about this movie that it deals a lot with like the sci-fi time travel shit they don't actually. There's no science in this. It's all bullshit. No, the guy just got stoned and it's like, what? It's just what would excuse, happen if? Yeah, it's just an excuse to do this over again, and that's fine. But then it gets weird because it's like, what is? None of this matters. Like she's trying to like. Well, she's trying to solve things in that timeline, which is like it doesn't matter because you already did this in the other timeline. This is so. every writer's dream. So the first one's fun. Every high school kid went and saw it. The studio's like, yeah, do another one. Here's five million bucks. He's like, fuck, I don't have anything. He's like, well, okay, we'll just tweak it and then bring it back. It's like, yeah, it's a, it's like rewriting a song or doing a cover. Like it's the same shit. It was it was very strange that they set the whole whole first twenty minutes of the movie are basically irrelevant. It's like just a setup to get back to the original movie. So it's like it's like Back to the Future too, but but the, that's the scene decent. where they go to the future is fun. I it love makes sense why they back have to, to go the back to the original. It's Back to the Future one. Two, the one where Biff lives in the high rise and yeah, okay, it's great. That yeah. whole, you know, movie. I just saw a fun fact that Marty McFly plays his sister. I think in that he plays the daughter. Yeah, the, the daughter. future daughter. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, he plays like the whole family. Eddie Murphy was like, oh shit, brilliant. Gotta write this down. That is brilliant. <laughs> but uh. So, yeah, your idea about, oh, this was successful. We'll just give you more money to do another one. That's exactly it. This is Blumhouse. That's their that's their thing is that they make low-budget movies. It was somewhat yeah, success- some successful, Some of them become sure. blockbuster so, movies, well, Andy. Including Happy Death Day. It was like a $5 million movie. It made $150 million. Yeah. So uh, there, was a quote, there was a quote from Jason Blum said, uh, we'll do a third one if the second one does well. And then the second one actually made $70 million at the box office, which is pretty good for a low-budget horror movie. Yeah. And they said, is this enough for a third one? He's like, no, I'm, that's was not what he, I meant by success. Was Blumhouse Productions, huh. did they, was it Paranormal Activity that really just yeah. took them to like the moon? Yeah. Because, I mean, I mean what really, was that budget was like $10,000, $12,000, and um, they made like $200 million almost. Why can't I think of that? Get Out and Split, where they're like, oh, those are fucking huge blockbusters that were made for $10 million. That was when they're like, we could really, we could make $10 million movies that make tons and tons. Blumhouse of by far has the best intro to their little That thing. little like house thing. And That's it's the little cool. girl in the corner or something with like the chair. Yeah. Oh yeah. She's like walking <laughs> in and she's like in the corner. But they, they just keep churning them out and uh, according to him, no, they don't I really mean, have plans were... of Happy Death Day 3. So, Do they still have plans of that sixth paranormal activity? I mean, have things gotten halted with everything going on? They actually have been experimenting with plans to like... Just start right away because they, no. they, that's their thing is those they want to make nine movies I mean, how, a year. Okay, also those paranormal activities, you, I mean, you, you know, could like probably film one of those on in a set. weekend, right? Yeah. yeah, and it's there's only four people. There's no the social distancing is easy. It's in a house already. Like, just do it. Yeah. yeah. So maybe it's already filmed. Garcetti wouldn't even know. Actually, yeah. I don't even know if I even still follow 
Katie Featherstone. I mean, who knows who's even making that? Oh, no, she's got to be always in it. Yeah. She's the main chick. I don't think she was in the last one that they made. Yeah, she wasn't in the Dimensions one, but she was in the yeah. the fourth one where they uh, when they move in next door. But anyway, it's, it's complicated lore. We'll never know. Yeah. So uh, you got a few more. You want me to go do my next one here? Well, yeah. don't you have like five? I do. I don't even know. I can't. I honestly cannot think of. Because oh. the stuff I watched this week is stuff I've already seen. Like I saw Uncut Gems the other night, which I've talked about before. I'm not going to talk about it again. I saw uh, like Sicario watched it last night, which I've seen before. I'm not going to talk about that again. So it's like a lot of Simpsons again, too. I've probably watched like 15, 20 Simpsons episodes over so the past like So the week. Simpsons added the original aspect ratio to Disney+. Plus. The what? The original they're aspect like ratio. Zoomed in. Oh, like the ones that are from like the, oh. The old ones, so they're actually in square. So you actually can see the whole... When they put it into the 16 by 9, they actually zoom in. Mm-hmm. So you miss parts of the show. Oh, okay. So people are mad, so they finally fixed yeah. it. Okay. So that's kind of cool. I get emails from Disney about all the Simpsons stuff that they're adding. I think that's because you watch so much. Really? <laughs> because, I mean, they're like, oh, they're watching Simpsons. Let's let them know this is coming. Oh, good. Keep me updated. <laughs> Something new happened. I didn't read the email. Um. I want to make a note about the next three movies. Oh, boy. Um, they're all on Hulu hmm? because I'm trying to watch all the Hulu stuff I can. And, so you, you can know, delete it. Yeah. Yeah. So um, do you want to stick with the horror genre or something else? What do you think? Dealer's choice. All right. I'll go to the next one I watched in order. And that is called Hunt for the Wilder People. What? This was uh, Taiki, Taika Watiti's movie oh. from like four years ago. That's probably great. So... And this one is very New Zealand, that it's about a uh, little kid who uh, is a troublemaker. Is a wilder people their version of like an aborigine? It's a made-up word from the movie. Okay. Um, so you want to watch the movie to see why it's called that. But um, it's a little kid who uh, is a troublemaker, doesn't have any parents. He goes to like a foster family in the middle of nowhere in New Zealand, um, the the guy there is a uh, sam neill jurassic park mm. so uh you know he's a he's a native of new zealand so he's like a legend there which is great um just the guy that discovered dinosaurs yeah so what happens is uh the mom i don't want to say the mom the, the the woman there the wife ends up dying and the kid doesn't the whatever child services is going to take him back because it's like oh this 60 year old man can't take care of this kid um and the guy's fine with that he's like yeah it wasn't my deal anyways and he goes off, he's like a hunter guy, he goes off into the, the woods, or they call it the bush. Um, the kid goes out there as well, and basically they get like stuck out there, and then the police thinks he kidnapped him, so they basically just go on the run and live in the wilderness of New Zealand while fleeing the authorities. Wow. And it's, it's funny, it's good. The problem I had with it is that their accent, which is hilarious, sometimes you just miss entire words if they're watching like subtitles I, I didn't i maybe i should have but it's like i think i was supposed to be funny but i missed i missed six of those words mm-hmm. so i don't know but still interesting nice little movie sweet movie the wilder people yeah anything with anything with uh you know troublemaking kids from that part of the country reminds me uh very much of angry boys yeah chris lily yeah all right uh so what is that is that two now or I did two out of four so okay half time I'll go in for a bar. I watched Apple TV Plus original Defending Jacob 
starring uh, Chris Evans and uh, other people. Uh, Jaden Martell of uh, It, the guy oh, with the stutter. He, I watched a movie with him. Also, uh, Pablo Schreiber, who's in uh, he's in a bunch of stuff. I, I just talked about uh, Den of Thieves. He was in that. He was in Brink. Uh, but th- so this one, just one season. And uh, 71 with the critics, 92 with the audience. Now, uh, it's pretty good. Uh, he's just accused of murder, the boy, and his dad's the lawyer, and he's actually an assistant DA. But uh, obviously he can't be that when he's def- helping defend his son. Yeah. Um, eight episodes, binge through the whole thing over uh, like four days or something. Uh, really enjoyable, really good. Chris Evans did a great job. Um, it's well-directed, well-written. Um I enjoyed it. Apple so TV Plus. I haven't watched anything on there since the morning show. So if you have it, if you already have that thing, that's something that you probably should check out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, why else have it? Exactly. And that's all that I can think of. Yeah. There you have. I barely even watched our movie of the week. I watched mm. it yesterday. Okay. I was like, you barely watched it. Yeah. Um. All right. Two more for me here. I watched a movie called The Colossal. This is starring Anne Hathaway and Jason Sudeikis. Um, if I set the movie up, it sounds strange, but so it sounds very typical at first. She is a, you know, an adult living in New York City, a mess. She's unemployed. She's an alcoholic, and her boyfriend kicks her out and says we're done. So she goes back to her small town and lives in the house her parents own, but they're not there. I guess they're somewhere else. And then she, uh, you know, happens to run into an old friend that's played by Jason Sudeikis, and they kind of reconnect. And it's like, you've seen this movie a thousand times before, haven't you? It sounds like any of those movies, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, so it proceeds like that. And then uh, a monster attacks the city of Seoul in South Korea, like a Godzilla-type monster. Interesting. It's like, what the hell? What's going on? And she later discovers that... She actually is controlling the monster. If she goes into this park in her town, she actually controls the monster. And it's like, what the f-? Like a video game. Yeah. And uh, it gets darker, but it's like, even though that's such a strange premise, it's very real, and it's really a intense drama about alcoholism and yeah, abuse and all this stuff. Yeah, it just turns out she's nuts. I don't want to spoil it, but it's it's definitely interesting. It was... And uh, the thing is, Jason Sudeikis was amazing in a dramatic role. Like, I expected, oh, this is going to be a romantic comedy. No, it's not. And it's like, well, he should do more. It's, huh. it's a shame. that. And, you know, I could see it because he was, he was actually really good in a lot of the dramatic moments in Last Man on Earth. And that sounds kind of, like, stupid, but he actually was. Like, there were some good parts yeah. from that. Yeah, he, he um, did a good job. So I think he's more than capable. So I'd like to see him get something like this again. So I can't, I can't say I'd recommend it. It's something that's so... Weird that I think it's a movie that'll piss people off if they they'll be like, oh, this is going to be this thing. It's Anne Hathaway. She's going to be funny or something. And it's not that at all. Yeah. And it's not it's not a monster movie. It's not a sci-fi monster movie. And it's not a romantic comedy. It's just, it's weird. It's an intense drama, actually. All right. The last thing I have here is The Lodge. Ooh. This is uh, a spooky movie. Ooh, it sounds like a spooky movie. Where, yeah, so very uh, dark premise to start with, but basically, um, you know, a guy 
goes to his ex-wife and says, you know, I'm getting, I'm getting remarried. Here's, I'm going to, I'm going to marry this woman. And then she ends up killing herself and leaving the kids behind. So then it's like, you know, a year later, the guy wants to bring his girlfriend to the the lodge. They always go to for the holidays with the kids, meet the kids. Is this the lodge he used to go to with his ex-wife that killed herself? Yeah. So So I I imagine their lodge, her ghost comes back. Right. So, spooky stuff happens he he has to leave that was like the whole thing he's like hey we're gonna go up there i gotta go back into town for a couple days do some work and then i'll be right back classic but you know once he leaves then the spooky stuff happens so, so uh what platform is this on this is on hulu oh it's called so, the lodge yeah. with an l so this is uh <laughs> with a g <laughs> the uh the main girl here is riley q cow i don't know how to say her name q cow but q cow it's k-e-o-u-g-h i need to see how to pronounce that oh I can't whoa even... i don't think that spells q cow it's not can Q-cow. you cow. it in a sentence i can't say it i can't even know how to say it can you the but, word uh, of origin please i don't uh what's interesting about her is that she is elvis's granddaughter Ooh, so. i thought that was jamie presley no. that's his daughter Different daughter person. isn't it Wait, That's not what? his actual daughter. Jamie Presley? Is it? The blonde from Not Another Teen no, Movie? Definitely no not. Relation. Spelled <laughs> no relation. Spelled differently. Hmm. I thought you were talking about his actual daughter, because doesn't he have a real daughter? What? Elvis Presley? Yeah. Yeah. And she married Michael Jackson and Nick Cage. Yeah, yeah. And at the same she time. Had a, same time. <laughs> and she had a daughter who's an actress, but well, not with Nick Cage. Riley Cuco. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> She's been in a ton of things, so you'd know who she is. Okay. Um. And then yeah, Jaden Martell, who you just said, he's he's the son you know uh, he he's everywhere now. He's in Knives Out. He was in It. It's like that guy's that guy's going places. So this will be yeah. random, but Elvis he died on the toilet, right? I believe that's the story. <laughs> like the older <laughs> I've gotten, I've been like, there's been times where I'm like, I could see that happening. <laughs> I didn't know that. Not a lot of heart uh, increased. Blood I'm just saying, like know. days after maybe like heavy drinking, or if you got stuff going on, it's like I. I could see. I could see it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I was just <laughs> pointing that out. That, like, there's been multiple times I've thought about that within the last, like, year that I'm like, I could see that. With Tony, when you go into the bathroom, I want you to put on Life Alert, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not there yet. I'm just saying I could vision it, like, years down. The- How old was he when he died? Like, 60? I think he was only, like, 48 or something. Yeah, like I said, 60. Yeah. He's younger. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, all those years of drugs and women, that'll age you. Yeah, that's why he died. Also, he had a blue. You don't Christmas. actually doesn't count though. What they don't put years on your life just because you drank a lot. So he wasn't actually sixty. No, I know, I know, I know. Yeah. But I'm saying like, <laughs> basically. What? All right, should we get into our uh, Netflix movie of the week? Okay. Do we have the movie of the this coming week first? So I was trying to find. There was some on my list and um, that I haven't watched yet called A Ghost Story. Ooh. And this is not really a horror movie oh so i think that's kind of throws up it's one of those movies that that also pisses people off it's the one where uh casey affleck is wearing like a, a sheet so he's like a real ghost like a classic ghost but uh i know it's got good good reviews and uh got good people casey affleck's good rooney mara's good so are you gonna read the bio about it no because i don't even know i know he, he he's dead and he's a ghost right that's about it Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you just looked it up. I'm pulling it up now. Okay, so from 2017. It's a romance fantasy, huh? Yeah. 91% Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, in this singular explore to, uh, exploration of legacy, love, loss, and the 
uh, enorm- enorm- enormity of existence. I can say that word sometimes. Uh, a recently deceased white-sheeted ghost returns to his suburban home to try to reconnect with his bereft wife. So this is right off of, uh, what was that movie where he was in like Maine or something on a boat? Yeah, Manchester by the Sea. That one. It has nothing to do with being in Maine on a boat. But I'm going off of Massachusetts. Fresh, fresh off of that. And he's mostly not on a boat in that movie. What year is that from? I think 15 or 16. 2016. So it's a year later. That's what I mean. Fresh off of it, Andy. If you want to feel like shit, watch that movie. I think I did. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know if I finished it's it. Incredible, but just devastating. Hmm. Manchester by the Sea? Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll uh, watch this. A Metacritic score of 84. Yeah, that's really good. So, I actually could be interested in watching that. Just He's a ghost, <laughs> but he's not scary. So. It's like a funny ghost. Well, it says it's also it's a romance-like yeah, I, I think Yeah, I think it's about letting her move on. You know, on the last something. movie I saw that had a sheeted ghost in it, Andy? It was Paranormal Activity 3, <laughs> okay. which is honestly, that's a creepy scene because like... They don't, it's not supposed to look like that. It's when the camera is on the, the, the fan, though, like the little like uh, electric fan. So it's like going around slowly, like into the living room, and then it pans into the kitchen and then the living room, and nothing's happening, but you know eventually something has to happen. And then eventually, what it all it is yeah. is that the sheet is the little ghost boy is behind the person at the table all of a sudden, like in the sheet. And then when he turns around, it like drops. And then I think that's the scene when all the shit falls down from the the kitchen, like the furniture. Interesting. But I also could be wrong. Well, a ghost story. <laughs> Set it on, put it on your, your <laughs> list for uh, this week to watch. And uh, should we get into The Lovebirds, which was our movie this week that we watched? Yeah. Last week, I should say. Andy, you want to tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, it's a, a couple that have been uh, together for a while, but kind of, uh, you know, starting to drift away and maybe not so in love anymore. Um, they're going to a friend's party and they, uh, they run into a guy. You know, it's not a hit and run. They, they're going to stop and see what's going on, and he's very much alive, but then a guy comes out and says, I'm a cop. I need this car. Paul Sparks. He uh, gets in there and then runs the guy down and then flees the scene, and then when people come, they assume, well, these guys hit the guy and killed this uh, bicycle guy. Which they're extreme millennials. Uh, yeah. I feel like they had just left a brunch, even though it was nighttime. Yeah, that was, that was late uh, day. what their characters were supposed to be. Um, but then our characters, our main characters here, decide that, like, well, no one's going to believe our story if we say this is what happened. So let's just flee. And that's mistake number one, I would say. And that's when I'm watching the movie, I'm like, this is a kind of a dumb setup because mistake of, number one of many. Of course, you would stay and try to explain it. Like, it would make sense. I think they'd believe you. There's no reason for you to kill this guy. But they don't. And that's well, how the movie goes. They got to. Uh, I think the first thing I said is. Paul Sparks was wearing gloves that have the fingertips missing. Oh, yeah. So there should be his identity on the steering wheel. Yeah, I think I think their story would have worked. But, you know, there's forensics and that kind of shit. But then there's no movie. This so then it true. just uh, goes into, uh, you know, classic comedy hijinks, that kind of, that kind of stuff that uh, is mostly enjoyable. And I think... It's mostly enjoyable because the two leads are good. Yeah. They're both funny and they both play off each other well. And it's it's nice that they you know that they're not uh, getting along. They actually even break up in the car heading over. So it's like they're actually not even together. And it's like they have to stay together to solve this mystery. 
and it's it's perfectly fine. This is this is not the funniest movie of the year. No, but it it did have some good one-liners in there. I don't remember any offhand. Um, but there were some scenes where you, you crack up laughing, and uh, it gets pretty weird too when they go to that uh, orgy. Which, yeah, I mean, you had to have thought of Frank again. I always think of always the, sunny. What was the password to get in there? Yeah, orgy. <laughs> but where was the buffet? Yeah, there was nothing. I guess just served him drinks. <laughs> That was ridiculous. There's um, also another part that was like, okay, they don't care about logic when they do get to the friend's party and they're like, we got to go. Can we borrow some nice clothes? And like, sure, just borrow a tux. So like, number one, who has a tux just on hand? And how is it going to fit just a random guy? It was like, this didn't make any sense to me at all. I mean, their friends are put together. I, I, do you have a tux? I know you have stuff, but do you have a tux? Uh, I wouldn't have called that a tux so much as like a sport didn't coat you? from H&M. I thought it was okay. Maybe I was so H&M mistaken. makes those kinds of uh, tux coats, but they're readily available for sixty nine dollars. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I the first thing I thought was like, I wouldn't want to fucking lend my suit to yeah. a friend of mine who shows up with blood on his face. Um, there was one thing in there that I was like, wait, this doesn't make sense, and I'm, I don't remember what it was. I'm blanking on what it was. But all in all, like it was enjoyable. You knew what you were signing up for. Um, actually, this thing had an April third release wide, so uh, I think we had discussed how it was. It was in theaters, but because the end of the no, world it, it hit, never got to theaters. Yeah, because the end of the world hit, it didn't go to theaters, and so Netflix was able to scoop it up. Uh, hats off to them actually getting a movie that they didn't make. Uh, pretty good. I think they do a lot of those. They buy up things at Sundance and stuff, but. I suppose. Behind, yeah, they're not behind all the things they put out. Usually the better stuff they're not. I still am not that sold on them, Andy. I mean, they just put out a lot of things. I yeah. I was looking for a movie on, oh, wait, what, what are some original movies Netflix put out this year? And there's like 50. I'm like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I thought there was like six. I thought there was like the Mark Wahlberg one, and then this one, and then <laughs> I don't really know. But there's like a fuck ton. All I think about at. is like early 2000s, 40%, 50% of any song you listen to had Lil Wayne in it. And he's like, yeah, 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 I'll do it. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, I'll do it. Sure. Put me in that one too. That's okay. Netflix. That So that reminds me of a thing I did not like about this movie. And there is a scene where they're in an Uber and it's uh, Katy Perry's firework. And it's like, oh, they all have to sing it because it's such a enjoyable song. And here's an idea. If another movie has like an iconic scene with a song, don't do that again. Because Are you thinking of uh, the North Korea movie? Yes, because yeah. that is the only thing I remember about that movie. At That's this point. what I went to as well. Is that what and was that movie called? The Interview. The Interview. So if I immediately like, oh, that I associate that song with a different comedy movie that's not even that old. Don't put a scene in your movie where that's a prominent point. Pick yeah. A different. There's a million songs. Do whatever. Do fucking Taylor Swift. I don't care. I don't give a shit. Yeah, but don't do this one. I, the only reason I even know that song is because of the interview. You're absolutely right. So I thought that was a bad idea. Whoever, it was a whoever cheap wrote that in there, pull. yeah, ignorant. Mm-hmm. I will say. Uh, I would have been more pissed about him putting my phone in a milkshake. Also, okay, I got mad. Why was he complaining about getting more milkshake when they come in that little sidecar? I understand it, and I, I thought that joke was good. It's like 
You don't get a sidecar with soup. You don't get a sidecar with, you know, whatever else he said. Why do you get a sidecar with the egg, uh, the milkshake? He's like, we made too much. Uh, he's like, measure. I was like, no, I want the, I want the extra milkshake. It's always been a gimmick, but it's a fun gimmick. Yeah. Red Robin, Norms, they always do that. Yeah, it's cool. great. Because then it's like, oh, I'm out of milkshake. Psych! There's yeah. all this more in this tin cup. I mean, yeah, they could just give you a bigger glass because... But that I like be the sidecar for that very reason. I trick myself into thinking I'm done. Yeah. And then that excess is that much better. I'd like like all meals to be like that. Yeah. Can you imagine? Like, have could... a burger on a plate underneath the plate <laughs> with your burger. Like, get a 10-piece A nuggets, little slider. And you get two just on the side and like... And then you don't know. Maybe you'll eat them now, or maybe you'll save them for later. We made too many chicken strips. Yeah. Again, there's a fourth. I said earlier, people complain about free shit all the time. I never understand. Well, if you break a window to get it, then you don't complain. That's about not it. free, isn't it? Not to society. Oh well. Yeah. So all in all, did you enjoy this movie? By the way, the uh, critics have it at uh, 66 with the audience score of 51. Yeah, seems right. Yeah, I mean, it was what it needed to be. Kind of similar to last week's Michael Bay movie. It's like you knew what it was going into it. How good could it be? For an explosion movie, it was great. So here's the thing. This movie was like 82 minutes or something like that. And Michael Bay's movie was 9,500 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the last 20 minutes lasted 40. Michael Bay likes making long movies, right? Didn't He, he do doesn't a, know how to edit a movie. He did Avatar, right? No, no, no I know. I was testing you guys. James. That was James Cameron, right? Yeah. Good. So yeah, that's and uh, he just began his two-week quarantine in New Zealand. James before, Cameron also did uh, Titanic, film. right? Yes, he did. All right, but good. See, I know who he is. He knew He's, when to cut that movie. Michael Bay. I, I was know how to end this of, one. He, he, Michael Bay did a long movie. What was the? What am I thinking of? What did Michael He's Bay do? He's done like The Rock, which was way too long for an action movie. No, that movie was just uh, fine. Armageddon. Pearl Harbor was Pearl, way too long. Yeah, Pearl Harbor is like five and a half hours long. And, and it's terrible. From and it could have ended at an hour 44. <laughs> Whenever I think of Pearl previous. Harbor, all I ever think about is Team America, that song, when they're just like, Pearl Harbor sucked, and I need you. Do, 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 do. And all they talk <laughs> about Cuba, really bad. They talk about Cuba Gooding being much better than Ben Affleck. Hey, Ben Affleck is recovered from that. <laughs> Yeah, to an alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> they just had him play and himself. He recovered That's from that. We made Geely. That was a dark time for Ben Affleck. We don't yeah. want to talk about that. <laughs> what was Ben Affleck really known for? For what? Like his Forever. movie. Like what movie like really got him going? Uh, Goodwill Hunting. I feel like there was a couple Rain other ones. Games? <laughs> I don't know. There's probably a big one. Armageddon. Notice he's not on the list. Armageddon was... Yeah. Is he on the NIT list? <laughs> no. He he would have been, I think, if you did like what o, year is 05 the, to... What something. year is the town? I think it's That's 2010. Like, is it? I feel like yeah. it could be like 2008 or 9. I, I feel like maybe 10. 2009. But it I'm looked like look. there was a point where it looked like Affleck would be on that list. But then, you know, he got into Batman and then drugs or alcohol. Because Gone Girl's good. Yes. So he did. Oh, the town was 2010. And the town, Argo, movie. and Gone Girl. What a great start to the decade. I never saw Argo. It's one best picture. Just of so all you know. the pictures. I Just know. So you know. I remember the line, Argo, fuck yourself. Yeah. I did see Gone Girl. Gone Girl was interesting. But then after that, he only did Batman, and um, that's it, I think. I don't think he was in anything else. Johnny no, Walker. No, he had, uh, he had the accountant, where he's an accountant, but also an, a cool assassin. I think I saw that. 
So, no, that that was your uh, wallpaper on your phone for like two years because you're like, yeah, I'm an accountant too. I, I just it was disrespectful to the profession. <laughs> he also did he did another movie that he directed that didn't go anywhere. He's like a 1920s guy or something. Hollywoodland. I don't know. It wasn't that. Why are we talking about Ben Affleck? What are we even doing? I don't know how we got there. We're supposed to be a Casey Affleck podcast. Yeah, everyone knows that. Ooh. Uh, but yeah, so all in all, on the Lovebirds, it was, it was good. It was good enough to watch. Um, it's not going to take up your whole day. Yeah. Get in, in and, and out. out. Whoa. Pick up In and Out and then watch this movie. Mm, there you go. By the way, In and Out was closed over there too because they're over there. That Where, was weird. over there. Oh, Long Beach. Yeah, when I went there yesterday, and I mean, there's always an S of cars oh, I believe it. through the drive uh, the it driveway is, honestly it's amazing that in and out is always like i'll never forget like uh so we use the really quick before we sign off here my <laughs> uh, bonus. family's restaurant uses the, the same sidecar. uses the same uh bread company as in and out puritan bakery shout out to them if they're listening and uh i remember cuz you know they drop us our deliveries off every day but it's obviously like you know their their little truck or whatever and i remember asking them one time like oh man like what uh do you ever have to go to in and out to drop off stuff there. And he's like, oh no. He's like, it's the semi truck that drops off at In and Out. And I was just Jesus. like, Jesus. Like, it's just so crazy. But again, In and Out, though, that's all they sell is burgers. Like, with us, it's like we have a lot of things. It's not just burgers. But In and Out, it's like tortilla stuff. It's mostly just burgers. So I tried to go to In and Out three weeks ago at uh, UCI. I'm thinking, UCI is not in session. There's probably no one there. Yeah, but people still live around it. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking the School entire park stops. For they had guy. to build the entire parking lot into a lining system like Disneyland because there wasn't that much open anymore. You get a so fast everyone, pass. it was fucking horrible. I don't know. I don't know what you're supposed to do. Like you probably could have ordered your food at the beginning of the line, got it in the middle of the line, finished, and then when you get to the place, then you pay and just leave. And that would have been preferable. But I didn't. I wanted no part of that. Did so. you go next door to Chick Fil A? No, that's terrible too. It was a long line. Also, they had. Each of the three places that were still open, uh, Taco Bell, Chick-fil-A, In-N-Out, had that whole setup where it was like you go into the entrance and it's like go left for In-N-Out, go straight for Taco Bell, and right for Chick-fil-A. And they each had the, a third of the parking lot to do a fucking line I system. did Chick-fil-A not that long ago, that one, in yeah. five, ten minutes. Mm, I don't know. Max on the waiting. It was Strange bad. times. Yeah. All right, well, uh, anything to add before we sign off for uh, episode 173? There can't be. We've just done, we've yeah, this done is, too much. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, uh, you've been listening to, like I said, episode 173 of the Tony's Take podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Off-Road Loves Ben Affleck Andy. Goodbye. And the Tony Cats. Thank you also for listening. Goodbye. We'll see you later. <laughs>